that's basically the show. <laughs> he's what Nick hates about him. He's the same guy in the show. He's good yeah. at everything. Yeah. He's extremely mm-hmm. handsome. He makes a ton of money, and everybody likes him. And yeah. like you're like, always, I like this guy. He always, he always saves the day. He always comes up with the big, the big thing yeah. to get the to get the account. Speaking of big things, I've heard he has one. So. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go, go, okay, Google. Okay. Google. Search John, John Ham penis. <laughs> Welcome to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. Uh, Each week, we invite someone, whether it be one of our members or one of our guests, to tell us to do something. I'll put it that way. To propose a piece of media or an experience that we should all enjoy and put us all through it. Uh, This week was Seb's week to invite on a guest to suggest us to do something. Yes, that's Seb. Uh, and I do have funny names for everyone, and I shouldn't have mentioned her oh, yet. Well, uh, spoilers. So <laughs> spoilers? Oh, boy. So this week's episode is on Over the Garden Wall, a 10-episode 2014 Cartoon Network miniseries, which is available on Hulu. It's a lot of fun, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that later, after oh, the break. Good tease. Uh, <laughs> really getting me to All right. Who is with me around the mic today? We have, as I already mentioned, Seb. The Cursed Scissors. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. We have the two cents to start your business, Cam. Thank you. I will not be giving my two cents to this episode. It's my two cents, and you're not welcome to have it. They've already been spent. I've invested. (laughs) All right. We have... I I was going to give you the uh, bassoon, but I don't know if you are going to be happy about that. It makes for a pretty good moment. We have... Our bassoon, George. No, it's not good. It's not good. Not good. Would you rather be a clarinet? Would do you want to be? Do you want to be a child mixtape? Because that's on there. How about George Washington? George Washington. George Washington is on there. I'm not going to spoil the show. That's not a spoiler. I don't want people to know that there's a frog on the show. You don't know that. You don't know that. Oh yeah. If the second you see the logo for the show or any piece of art, it's like, oh damn, this spoiler that they told me about. Thank goodness. Oh my god. All right. We have potatoes and molasses, Alex. Oh, good one. And then we have special guest. Big. Yes, I wanted to have you introduce yourself. I don't think we've ever done that before. Oh. I actually have the guests say their name. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. Overlord Bank Man. Oh, we're not doing that. And I am your host, Cursed Soul Lantern, forever burning the the light of this podcast down to nothing. Nick. So he says. Extinguishing our lantern. We cut out down all the trees and put them in there, but it's Nick's lantern. Don't let it go out. All right. Nick ruined my milk. <laughs> Seb, you brought on our guest. Do you want to start with the weeks this week? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so this week, um, my big thing was I. Well, it really happened last week, but the big thing was preparing it's for cool. doing all the paperwork for. Uh, got a new job. Mm-hmm. Um, have not started in this yet. economy. 
this economy, yeah. I got a new job because the economy is run by the potential for war. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I got. Did George got, W. Bush hire you? Uh, no, uh, somebody even worse hired me. Um, but we're not going to get political on this podcast. We don't. Uh, oh, mentioning president's did. names is political. I should. Yeah. I should just put that out there. Abraham yeah. Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> you you're on notice. You are on notice. Yeah, you got to censor it. Yeah, I'll censor that one. Um, <laughs> I'll censor the first name, but leave in Lincoln. <laughs> but yeah, so, that, that's good. Enough. Yeah. Um, I got offered a big kid job, uh, AutoCAD, or not necessarily using AutoCAD, but CAD in general. Um, what does that mean? Computer-aided uh, drafting. Uh-huh. For all of What's you a computer? fucking plebs that don't know. <laughs> For all of you people who don't know what that is, computer-aided drafting, making submarines, uh, like Alex does. Why don't they just so. 3D print it? You may have yeah. been too Actually, specific for they have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there aren't, like, at least three other places in the U.S. that but they know where we okay, are. Okay, yeah. We've said before, it's like we're giving them all the pieces and we're yeah. not being very, like, Man, vague no. about it. Why you guys, guys, you guys are so egotistical that no. you think someone's going to murder you. It's like, just Alex won't do the show anymore if anyone knows where he lives. Welcome to the DDoS cast. <laughs> <laughs> no one's even, we have four We don't even have a website. <laughs> we don't even have a website for them to DDoS. Uh, DDoS uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. Obviously, do it. <laughs> SoundCloud, this is an anti-plug. Uh, we're telling them to DDoS you, pay up. Yeah. <laughs> or else. Or else. Uh, we'll DDoS. But they have yeah. uh, 3D printed parts for submarines before. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Guy showed uh, me. This is the future, part. isn't it? Wow. Yep. Huh. So Seb makes parts for things which will not be named. All right. All right. Things which have already been named. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you got a job doing it. You had to do prep work for it, or they just put you through like a 15 hour training course where they ask you, what is the ocean? No. Uh, <laughs> they put me through the some fleet? training videos that were like, don't be mean to, to people who work with you. Oh, it's just like an uh, office oh, one. It's not even like a military Basically. one. It's an office yeah. one. Uh, and then background check stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, they found yeah. out that person in the link. Yeah, they oh, they no. found out I'm actually a murderer. Okay. Mm, uh, well, we haven't found that out yet, so spoilers. Uh, okay. <laughs> now I can't be on the podcast. No, we don't background check. It's all right. Uh, yeah, so that was my week, um, and I'm looking forward to that. I don't know when I'm going to be, be able to start, but I hope it's before um, the holiday season gets into full swing here. So do you think you're going to be able to make enough money to quit this show? Oh, yeah. Oh, back with in a couple months. Uh, you know what? You know what? We already have Christmas ornaments out. Whoa. Oh, God. At the retail job you work? Yes. Oh, no. Yep. Wow. So you got to get out August of there. August 1st, they were already out. That's insane. Yep. Oh, we already started doing markups on Christmas and Halloween movies. Wow. Huh. Wait, and Halloween movies? Oh, well, Halloween's, Halloween's pretty damn close to No, but I'm just I'm thinking, like, I'm Halloween. trying... So is that, like, any horror movie gets marked up? There's, like, specific horror movies like, that are pretty Halloween. we had a youth copy like of Halloween. Song. It went from, like, no, four bucks to <laughs> Really on a youth copy? <laughs> that's so shitty. Well, I mean, some go down. Like, uh, we have, like, this collector's 20th Century if Fox thing. It was $300, and now it's 130 Oh, that's So that was a nice markdown. Okay. Well, anyway, Cam, what'd you do this week? Um, Despite... Calling myself an amateur comedian, I haven't been to an open mic or done any comedy since January, until this week, whenever this is posting. Um, so I finally went to an open mic, which I hadn't done in, at the point that I went, it was seven months, and it was actually really nice, because I went, as soon as I walked in the door, it was a new place, it was way nicer than the last place I went, and, or not the last place I went, but the last open mic, that one got cancelled, now it's at this new place. But 
as soon as I walked in, someone recognized me and I sat down and talked with them, which is insane. Like someone I hadn't seen even walk, like I didn't even see them at the place I went six months ago. Like it'd probably been almost a year since I saw them. Um, if Srini's listening, he met them. It's Shiv Patel. Um, he's funny on Instagram. He saw us at the open mic. We talked with him for His a little bit. His first name is Shiv? Yeah, Shiv. That's, yeah. that's like pretty the, sick. Like pretty the cool. stabbing tool? Yeah, like the stabbing tool. That's actually... <laughs> Does he use that, that in his bit? <laughs> How does he dress? Sharply? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> nice. I can't believe that's the one. That's like, the one. Tell him to write that down. Look, I'll let him know, guys. All right. But anyway, so I fucking bombed, and <laughs> it was, yeah, it was Well, there's bad. more to it than that, though. You were talking to us about it. Yeah, the yeah, place was... like people that bomb. Look at Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> gave you some advice on your colored <laughs> pencil bit, right? O- yeah, Obama it, gets up on stage, and he's just like, well, uh, how's everyone doing tonight? Uh, how's everyone doing tonight? Picture. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that hospital. <laughs> Japan, oh man, Obama's Japan, really funny. And <laughs> anime. Politics. Yeah, but it was good. I, I bombed. I think it was because the the a lot of the jokes were really more shock humor that people were seemed to be getting laughs. A lot of like that guy just pulls out his dick stuff. during his stay. Yeah, like, I wish you had gone because you would have been <laughs> appalled with the amount. Like it's insane. We we some of us in this room have been to Cam's open mics before, and it's like we're waiting around for Cam, and somebody gets up on stage and is like, "Have you ever been to Asia?" <laughs> have you ever looked at the Wikipedia for slurs? <laughs> <laughs> it gets pretty bad. I literally thought that Nick was gonna go. Some of us in this room are minority. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, like oh. we don't mention it on every episode. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Yeah, I, that's, <laughs> that's my. Uh, it's your bit. That's like how, bit. like how uh, Alex says he plays Celeste, and uh, <laughs> you say you play Melee, which is your other bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was good. I told some new jokes, which didn't go over very well. I had one joke that went well, and then someone gave me advice on it. So I don't know. You know, that's like a little bit. Of a, that was good, whatever. but. It gave me, yeah, it gave me confidence to go again. I like the place. I want to try to go more often. It was mm-hmm. fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. George, what'd you, what'd you do? So, I've been mainly a lazy boy. I've just been, like, watching content. Man, well, you've been consuming, content's good. Consuming content. content? Well, I've been very 2018. <laughs> brain sponge millennial? <laughs> so, uh, I started Is watching... Is that what they call us? Why <laughs> name or show good. that? Oh, brain sponge <laughs> I started watching that um, Stephen King series Castle Rock. Oh, is that out? Yeah, yeah, it's on Hulu. I think they're releasing it like weekly. That's or something. not the anthology one, is it? Uh no, it's definitely like all like a single story. Oh, okay, it's, I think he's doing an, an anthology one too. If I'm not yeah, but that one's not. That one isn't out yet. Okay. All right. Anyway, George. Well, that sounds pretty interesting. But uh, Castle Rock's pretty cool so far. It is. It is mysterious. It is a Stephen King thing. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that's not answered because, like, obviously they're not going to do it in the first three episodes. But uh, it's cool. It's kind of spooky, which I like. Like the last episode that I saw, which is episode three, the ending was pretty spooky, which I was big into. How are um, you on horror TV? Because I feel like serializing it like that can make it difficult to get like mood in there. That's I true. agree with you completely because I couldn't take the Scream TV series seriously. Like oh my girlfriend God. and I watched we it. We have to talk for like two hours about that because <laughs> I've seen we should do all a mini season. We should do a mini on that. Have you seen a Carnival? Say Carnival. No, yeah. I it was it was a, like a TMC series. It so I mean so anytime they can put porn in it, they're gonna. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, outside of that, it was actually it was a horror series with like a supernatural element. But what it was really about was kind of like. Um, basically two people get blessed with like a power 
right? And one of them thinks it's like a curse from the devil, or the other one thinks it's like this super like gift from God, yeah. and it really just shows what they do with it. Interesting. Where's the horror part? Is uh, it the, that a demon shows up or something? Uh, they keep the power to scare well, people. The, for, for them, the power it's is really to take life from something else and put it into something. Oh, so that's kind of cool. One guy, like, he uses it. The guy who actually thinks it's a curse ends up using it to heal people. And the guy who thinks it's a blessing from God, he actually uses it to, like, to condemn people. Accurate. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, oh, yeah. Anytime, anytime that something good happens to a church person, they're like, "Oh, this gives me the authority to I mean, oppress I'm, people." I'm better than God. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be really good if that dude was just like using his power in weird ways. Like he takes power from like ten people to give it to one frog. You know? <laughs> just one like, buff ass frog that's just for that's topical. I will yeah. say that like they they, oh, yeah. they do get clever about it though. Like um mm-hmm. like the the guy who because the, the guy who is like he's not just a corrupt priest guy like yeah. um like you know not spoiler but like he ends up finding like a, a corrupt facility and he turns it into a church and uh, like uh. but like the way he goes about it and so, like it's like like the whole show is about that gray area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and it, like the reason why it's called carnival is that the other protagonist like he joins a circus okay. and the circus takes in bad people and tries to give them a new life that's cool. Um, so it's all. It's See, the this whole, is the so problem with capitalism. The circuses have to do the work that, <laughs> that the government should be doing it's from the beginning. It's one big family circus. circus. <laughs> anyway, Josh. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, Castle I've been watching Rock. watching Castle Rock. You say Castle Walk? Oh my god! I've been watching Castle Rock. It's I like it. It's interesting. It's mysterious. However, again, like what Nick said, horror-ish type things in TV shows usually doesn't work that well, but it's working well in this because it's keeping it mysterious. Unlike like the Scream TV series couldn't take it seriously just because it was fucked up everywhere it was mm-hmm. rude, um, but this one kind of keeps it real somber and like it's hard life. to keep tone. Yeah, yeah. This one keeps it pretty consistent, but um, like it's it's not like oh they're going on a mini vacation even though their friend just got their head cut off. It's not like that. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> I've been watching Good a lot show. of <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Just the screen TV. Dude, it has like <laughs> it has good ratings, which I was shocked. Because it's all it's all SEO. Like I, I saw it and I watched it because it was called Scream yeah. TV and it was on Netflix. And People like, see Scream, then they clap. I clapped when it came on. <laughs> it was, it was a trip. But um, I've been listening to the Smoke Entire podcast. Our competitive uh, Uh-oh. Even Uh-oh. Though podcast. enemy podcast. Enemy podcast alert. Enemy Smoke podcast tire. approaching. Smoking tire. They, Smoking tire. Yes, oh, it's they, a car it's show. A car yeah, yeah, they just show. talk about cars and stuff. It, it's been, as I said earlier in the day, off mic, it's been making me real antsy. I really want to get car parts, but I can't afford them. But then I'm like, I you should get a credit card. But then I'm like, I can't pay off that credit card. If you can't afford PC parts, you can't afford car yeah. parts. <laughs> yeah, your PC. One day. And uh, more skids. I've been watching them a lot because they're going to go on a cross-country trip from Washington State to New York City. And I might want to go meet them because they're cool. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Alex, what have you been up to? Um, I got a bunch of things I've been dabbling in. Mm, but dabbling. Uh, something You're I want to do. Yeah, I've been dabbing it's every day. Up, <laughs> bad for your uh, eight hours a day. Oh. For the listeners, I don't want her to get away with this pink just dab. Dab. <laughs> in her defense, I would like unironically dab my senior year of college. Oh, that's really a yeah. Nice. Well, I was always really drunk though. <laughs> but I oh, that's just oh, you're okay. talking about your senior year in general. Yeah, that's true. All right, Alex, you've been so, dabbling. Um, I've been dabbling. But uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about, uh, I have been watching uh, Mad Men, the television show. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've been into it. I like it. Um, I thought you only watched anime. Uh, no. 
It's a live-action anime. I have, I have not watched much anime lately, so I've been trying I to find know. something else. This season sucks, dude. Um, I watched, like, half of season one probably, like, six months ago, yeah. and I didn't really get into it. Um, I was looking for something to do, and I'm like, oh, it's on Netflix, might as well. Yeah. So uh, I'm on season three now, I think. Or, yeah, I think it just started season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm into it. I'm enjoying it. So explain just a little bit of the plot point you're at, because I don't want to spoil anything about what we talked um, about. Alright, so I know they just... Uh, spoilers for Mad Men. Yeah. Mad Men season two. Mad Men. Uh, <laughs> I know Duck Phillips just got fucked up. Uh, he's gone. Uh, they sold the company to British people. Is it yeah. Duck Phillips? <laughs> yes. That's his name. His name is Duck. Back then, you Ooh. could just fucking do whatever you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Except for, like, um, drink out of the water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> they sold the company to British people. Um, Peggy just told uh, the dude that he had her kid. Or he had... She had his kid. Yes. Um, otherwise, it's been, a, it's been like a... So have you gotten any of Don Draper's backstory yet? Yeah. Yeah, what um, makes this show good for people who... Oh, all right. John Hamm is in it. Yeah. yeah. The theme song fucking rules. Yeah. It does. It's like all you... It's almost all you need. That is. It shows so good just for that. Um, yeah. So John Hamm is like the miracle advertising man. <laughs> it's fun, though. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I... I... Am kind of jealous that they can drink as much as they want at uh, work. Yeah, it's a little bit upsetting <laughs> that they all have a bar in their office. Yeah, it's like cool. Honestly, I, I am very jealous of the time period where you could just smoke as much as you want you and drink as a much as you want. Don't say all after that. <laughs> Don't say that just yet because my friend just got a job at a big media company in New York. Uh-huh. And there's a keg at his work. And there's what? also, yeah, and there's like a uh, mini fridge. It's because it's run by one of those assholes who's yeah. like, well, if people can do what they want at work, then they'll never leave the office. That probably is it. Now that I think about it, yeah. But I mean, I really want to drink, but I gotta leave work. Well, actually. But, uh, I, <laughs> but what if? It's, yeah. it's totally, it's definitely romanticized, but it is also like the ideal, like, Wow, like you work a cool office job and you yep. can drink and yep. you have your, your own office. office. Yeah, and you, you smoke and it's like smoking. You say, I, uh, Mickey Mouse, uh, fucking uh, shirt, and then you get paid <laughs> yeah. a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, so dumb. You, you cheat on your wife. Yeah, so I live the real So, if you got to the part where, so what do you think of the character? I think his name is Peter. I want to say he's the one who had the kid with Peggy. Yes, what do you think of him? Do you like him? Or I, you? I, I kind of like him so far. I think he's like the anti-Don Draper. Like, yeah. He tries really hard. He, he is definitely a try-hard. Yes. If you picture an advertising try-hard... He's it's a bit of a sniveling worm, if yeah. you will. He's, he's the kind of guy who's like, I need this promotion, you're going to give me this promotion, yeah. and then doesn't get but it. But he's kind of short, and his hairline's kind of receding, yeah. and he's oh, kind of yeah. young, and everybody I, hates well, him. I'm, you know, I'm the English. lesson I, is yeah, that, like just it. like in the America of today... Hard work makes you look like a fucking loser, dude. Yes. Honestly, you're yeah, working too hard. Effortlessly and win. Yeah. yeah. What's so hard about it? Why yeah. do you want to be a tryhard? Yeah. Nerd? Anyway, <laughs> show good. We gotta talk yeah. about that. It's, I almost it's, finished it. I'm one of those people who gets the end of something and is like, if I finish it, then it'll be over. Yeah. So Alright, listeners, please write in and let me know what the fuck Cam's talking about because I've never heard anyone but him doing this. for a mental doctor. Brain, brain, <laughs> My mom's brain done that. Fixer. She's talked about that before. Yeah, like, I tried funny. to get her to watch Stranger Things and she's like, I don't want to finish it. I'm like, why? I got to season two, episode second to last. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't finish it. That's, that's what she's like. Yep. It but like, it's, it's a fun show. I need closure. I can't it's do that. It's on Netflix. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. 
Madsman. Bink, what have you done? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say this week just because, like, uh, people from this show. Yeah, before. you've never been here before, so we're not <laughs> up to date on your life. Your you, if anything, you want to talk about that you've been doing recently, or that you've been watching, well, playing, I mean, reading. As far as like this week, or rather last week, last Saturday, I went to uh, the Sailor Moon movie premiere. Oh but, man, new um, one. So it that was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, what? I mean, uh, it's not. It's actually like it's, the it's old only Sailor new Moon. to us. <laughs> oh really? Uh, but no, it's, it's the old Sailor Moon and it's been redubbed because, like, so Deke did the original dub and when mm. it was released in the 90s, like, they took out, like, notoriously, like, there's, uh, the relationship between, uh, Sarah Eunice, Sarah Neptune were, like, uh, lesbians. to be cousins. But cousins. They, in yeah. The, but, yeah, they dubbed it to cousins. <laughs> so, the first movie came out on VHS and I actually got it when I was, like, a kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's a character that, uh, named Fiore. And Fiore... Uh, couldn't stay on, made friends with Darian, who is Sailor Moon's boyfriend, essentially, um, and, but had to go back to space um, because he couldn't survive in the atmosphere of Earth. I have so, to go now, my planet needs me. Basically. Um, and, but, you know, before he leaves, Tixie and is like, here, take this rose and always be my friend. Oh, and sure. so Fiore's right. like, one day I'll come back and I will bring you the most beautiful rose. And the, the undertones are... At least on Fiore's side, or especially there, Fiore is essentially in love with Tuxedo Mask, even mm-hmm. if the feeling's not mutual. Um, yeah, uh, so that's something that's a little. You could sort of work a little harder to get gay characters into anime, <laughs> but in cartoons, it was like these are for children. That's not allowed until like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyone who says Shinji has sex with women is western animation uh the something house i forgot what it's called oh house is pretty good actually the house with the well except for the creator but we don't go with her but uh the they've moved they've moved beyond that did he do a thing should i know this i don't know i have one with him I mean, so the the creator of Loud House uh, sexually harassed his uh, and admitted to it too, which is even like well, he was no. Show. Well, yeah, yeah. Can't watch that uh, thing. Okay. Well, so, no, so no, because he's not even a part of it anymore. Yeah, there's it's a like, new director for it and everything, but it. It's it, the same like the the guy who was doing Clarence was a, a huge sex pervert as well. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah that one was like uh, the creators that like they. Uh, not to say that it's ever not right, everyone like, who has a cartoon is a sex pervert yeah, Rebecca yeah. Sugar please come on the show mm. yeah really uh, <laughs> but with the, Matt Groening come on the show <laughs> but Clarence like they sent over animators from Adventure Time to help with Clarence uh-huh. and like he like sexually harassed the animators from Adventure Time and then they went back and told the creator of Adventure Time, and he was like, he did what? And then that's how he got in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, not that, like, it's ever, like, you know, but the fact that, I mean, that basically they investigated yeah. and asked his animators, and they're like, yeah, he's been doing this, but we've been afraid to say something because mm-hmm. we're going to get fired. And, mm-hmm. um, you so don't have to... In America. Yeah, I make $1 an hour. And you don't have to be a sex pervert to have your own cartoon, <laughs> <laughs> but it helps. <laughs> John K., don't come on the show. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. No, so, it, so how was the movie? Is it any good? Oh yeah, I mean, like the so the the voice acting. Um, it, I so I watched because I've been trying to catch up with it or like relive the nostalgia in like its original form, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, because I grew up on the Deke dub, 
And so, like, with the Fiore thing, like, it, it was solved with friendship. Like, Fiore is just like, no, Tuxedo Mask is my friend. And at the end, Sailor Moon's <laughs> <Wow>. like, we, <laughs> we can all have, be friends. We can all be friends. Like, that was how the movie was solved. <laughs> and then when they when they dubbed it over, like, you know, Fiore, Tuxedo Mask basically says, Fiore, I'm sorry, I don't feel this way about you. You have to trust wow. Sailor Moon and that she's not lying to you when she says that we're a thing. And I like that um, as an ending to a movie because I feel like <laughs> a lot of times, I think that actually shows up a little bit in Over the Garden Wall, like, the guy should not always get the girl. Like, it's yeah, him, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't want to do that. And you're like, okay. Did you see that? That was a reason that some people were mad about like fucking. Uh, track note down. Okay. Well, well that's, that's, that's its own thing. All right. That's it's totally its They're own thing. That's why they made the sequel. I was gonna say. I was gonna say people were like pissed at um fucking the new Star Wars movies because they're uh, like yeah. oh yeah it's, it's like, like Finn and Ray now have to have sex it's like why no no, no. really I would think that nerds would be like I don't want interracial couples in my Star Wars oh, oh <laughs> yes no <laughs> worries those people are still there I may hate Rose but they're not gonna have my Asian stereotypes <laughs> <laughs> anything else you wanted to say about the movie no no I mean like if anything uh, so watching the Viz dub for the first season I didn't think that the voice actors did a, like they weren't bad but they yeah. were very like especially Steph uh, Stephanie I can't remember her last name like she's wonderful person but she was trying to sound very much like an anime character mm. whereas opposed to the original Deke dub they didn't give a shit if it sounded like an anime they just wanted it to sound like a cartoon so yeah. the original Serena not Usagi she was a little bit more expressive because she sounded more like a person mm. you know whereas Stephanie spent a lot of the first season of Sailor Moon trying to sound like an anime girl huh. you know what I mean like Interesting. that is yeah. kind of insufferable um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna watch all this yeah stuff. that's the thing right like I didn't care at all about Sailor Moon when I was a kid just because I was like oh it's a girl show and girls what? watch that but then like as time goes on every person I meet is like has either some nostalgia for or some genuine affection for a yeah. piece of Sailor Moon media and like I just get exposed to more and more of it. I'm like, am I missing out well, on something like here? Power Rangers. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. If you guys want like a recommendation for like mm-hmm. some magical girl shows that aren't as long yeah. as Sailor Moon, I don't know. There, there <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna watch the whole thing. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. There are at um, least like five magical girl shows I would watch before Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah. I think the well, thing that <laughs> about Sailor Moon to me is like the I love the art design of the original show. It mostly yeah. be nostalgic well, too. I mean, yeah. Sailor Moon wasn't the it. first, but Sailor Moon was really like. Sailor Moon basically took the formula of Power Rangers and of the Sentai, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, series that we were out. We should do a Sailor Moon episode sometime. That yeah. could be kind of fun. Yeah, it feels like Sailor Moon yeah. made that, like, our audience, our audience, our audience that has vocally hit said, please do not yeah, do any more color, anime, and we do Sailor Moon, that would be great. Yeah. Coming together to fight right. one evil. Yeah. I mean, that was no, something I, that I, was I agree totally that it's a good guys, and then became a girl show thing. Yeah. Um, and literally every Magical Girl a- series after Sailor Moon was that. Even ones that, like, weren't that, mm-hmm. you know, were influenced, like, Cardcaptor Sakura was still kind of going on the formula of the we have single a friend, hero. We have a friend and, not on the show who is absolutely crazy for Cardcaptor Sakura. He only likes the cards, though. <laughs> <laughs> we're Tyler no, no, we're not. We're talking about Andrew. <laughs> like, you can Sakura. even see it in, like, with it, Right, well, Madoka like was a total subversion of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying like. It's like saying I like robot shows well, like yeah. Evangelion. All right, we gotta um, move on. Yeah, we have oh, to move right. on. Wait, one last thing. Like, uh-huh. Life's greatest regret is there was a fucking sick Sailor Moon tank top, and 
I didn't buy it because I was like, there's too much pink on it. And then, like, oh my the God. next day, the next day, I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. I was like 18. I was yeah. <laughs> next day, I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. I go back, it's gone. Oh, yeah, mother got it. The regrets. Oh, literally, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to try and make this brief and just close it out. Yeah, um, we got to start. We, gotta, we have to start stopping with you because yeah. you, we always leave you like a minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. You have 60 seconds. I got 60 seconds. All right. So starting now with the 32 minute mark uh, or whatever it is after I cut it. So, uh, <laughs> how you doing? I hope you're having fun editing this episode. <laughs> so, I played a lot of Into the Breach. It's been two weeks since we recorded the last episode, and I was like, oh, well, you know, now that I finally finished Neo, which I didn't talk about on the last show, uh, it's time for me to move on and play something else. And I wanted to play something that actually came out this year. I really liked FTL, which is the last game that this group of people made. And uh, it was a very, you know, it was like a space strategy game where you're trying to get to the end of the galaxy and then have enough firepower to turn around and face the threat that's been fate that's been chasing you this whole way very fun game I feel like if, if you haven't heard of FTL just like go check it out now it's always cheap the pitch Mi- is really awesome for yeah because it's basically if you like Star Trek then you'll probably like like this game because yeah. you're the bridge captain captain yeah this game. you you are you are the, telling all of these people where to go what to do take power away from oxygen and put it into the weapons yeah. it's like you're, you're yeah. Kirk like mad with power like, you're <laughs> yeah. like fuck you kill yourself to keep this ship running or yeah you have to make decisions like that all the time because the game is hard. It's not like mm-hmm. it's not like oh, I get to live out my relaxing space fantasy. That's not this game. That FTL is like very much you need to survive. If you can get one of the people in your ship to the end of the galaxy, great. You're not going to finish it, but it would be nice if you survived that long kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Into the Breach is like a very it's another science fiction strategy type game, but it's all of the of the style of like you're looking at a grid and you're moving pieces around. It almost makes me think that this could be good as a board game, but I don't want that. I like it much better as a video game. Um, yeah, definitely. I think it's a it's it's a very interesting game. I want to play a little more of it. The only thing, I mean, Nick and I argue about this all the time, but the visual style is not appealing to me, so I don't want to play the game, uh-huh. which Nick hates, but that's <laughs> yeah. just how I am. Like, if a game doesn't look good to me, then... Why would I, you play it? Yeah, like... But no, you played no, Deus Ex, and that game looks like shit. No, it looks excellent. You, you played it at the show. <laughs> I, also true. Like, I like that that style is very, uh, I don't know, yeah. uh, expressive of the era that it was made in. Like, it looks like Half-Life. It looks yeah. like... Yeah, yeah that's you know, true. All those that's why you PC games. They look like a crushed up Coke can for a head kind of people. <laughs> yes, but I hate... I, I mean, this might... I know it's not their fault, and it's mm-hmm. a budget issue, and it's how the game turned out, but it looks like it was well, made in Flash. Well, not just a budget issue, but yeah. a technology issue. Yeah, yeah. and, like, it was, it was made in Flash, I assume, right? Yeah, it was like... enough money on yeah. FTL? Yeah, no? okay, so oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, the new game. Anyway. Into the Breach, actually, is like, they must have hired an artist, because Into it the Breach great. looks great. Yeah. It's all done with, like, high-res sprites, and the sprite art is fantastic. Because you play as a team of three mechs, like three ro- three piloted robots that you land on a grid and you have to fight off a certain number of these alien bugs that are coming out of the ground. And within a certain number of turns, the bugs, no matter how many bugs that are on the screen, they will all retreat back into the ground. So you just have to keep buildings and things like standing you have to keep everything alive you have to keep yourself alive and you it helps if you kill them but you don't always have to a lot of time it's about yeah that's probably about uh, no it's much more about killing bugs yeah 
Oh, what? Um, this is a hot take we gotta discuss on another episode. Um, Was it like Starship Troopers if they didn't destroy the Earth? Well, you're playing as time travelers, Ooh. so they know how bad it gets if you ignore them. Okay. So, like, you come from a future where these these bugs called the Vec have destroyed everything already, but there, you have much better technology there. So you travel back in time to save timelines where the Vec are, Vec are just emerging. And you have to make really, like, I felt like something that I have problems with in any game where the decision is save people or do this is I never don't pick save people. And in this game, they really force you to do that. They're like, okay, uh, the islands that you land on that are, uh, that you have to protect from these, uh, bugs are all owned by corporations because it's the future. Uh, so the current year. Yeah. So (laughs) the corporations, Amazon city. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. The so corporation... <laughs> Kick Jeff Bezos in the ball for, balls for me, and then I will pay for your funeral. He's never touched human soil. <laughs> <laughs> he floats on a bed of drones. <laughs> so, uh, you're, you're, on these, you're on these islands that are controlled by corporations. So these corporations will give you, like, notes. They will say, like, yeah, sure, protect the people from these vec, but here are other things we also want you to do. Yeah. Which is, like... Um, prevent the VEC from surfacing. If you put your mech over where a VEC is about to come through, they won't be able to get up. So they will try to surface and they'll take one health off your mech, but they won't be able to come up. So it's one less enemy on the screen, but you take a little bit of health away for it. Yeah. And that's a really fun thing because it's like I can control how many threats are going to be in the area just by putting myself on top of them before it's, they get here. I mean, I don't mean to make this longer, but is one health a lot? It depends on your mech because like you get different squads. The ones that you start with only have three health each. Oh, so, I yeah. was thinking like Pokemon, I'm like one health, that's nothing. Yeah, but yeah, three you can, health. yeah, three health. You that's can, you can like right, upgrade yourself over time <laughs> to, to have more health, or there's an option that you can do to repair. But if you choose to repair, you can attack because that's your option, that's your action for that turn. You're taking up your time to repair your mech and like have less damage instead of attacking, where attacking can move an enemy that's about to attack a building somewhere else or it can kill something that would be a real big problem otherwise mm-hmm. you excited like, for Metal Wolf Chaos? cool <laughs> I do like Metal Wolf Chaos I'm a, I'm a big piloted giant robot guy Into the Breach is extremely good I highly recommend it how much was uh, it? it was it was 15, 20 bucks I got it on sale on uh, so Steam on get Steam it. yeah get it if, get you, it. Like if, you, if you have a PC if you have a PC that can run Microsoft Word you can uh, you can probably run into the breach so I would recommend it highly we're going to take a quick break probably open some windows uh, maybe imbibe a few open drinks some cold ones. open some cold ones uh, and we will be back with Over the Garden Wall <laughs> I'll see you then the gotta see the what's wall. on the other side of the wall oh, no. oh, gotta know man. I make ends meet just like any man, I work with my hands. If you cross my path, I'll knock you out, drag you off the road, steal your shoes from off your feet. I'm an highway man, but I'm making No bumper this week. We've got nothing. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Uh, I'm going to see if this records a little better because our first 
our first half of the show was for some reason incredibly quiet. Bass boost us, dude. I I tried that during the Scrooge McDuck episode and it destroyed all the hardware I was working on. So played the tune over the whole app. All right, so Bink, do you want to give us a little bit of an intro about Over the Garden Wall? You want to talk about it, about how it was created, what, why um, you picked it for the show? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, I mean, so Patrick McHale is the director of it. Um, he worked on like Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where he was. Never like, heard of it. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of where he was like pulled off to to make, and um, it was going to be a longer show. It was like. It was pitched in several different ways. At one point, it was pitched to be a movie, and at one point, it was pitched to be like a really big show. But um, it, it, they weren't sure because like the, the amount of episodes that he wanted. There was actually going to be more episodes. A lot of those episode scripts have been turned into the comic book series. So if you guys want more over the oh, Garden Wall, I didn't know that definitely. Um, it, it's gone beyond his original scripts, but like they did take the original scripts and like the first couple. Or, I heard people talking um, about the comic book series as, as like very good, but I didn't have any frame of reference for so it. So where does it take place in the middle of this? Yeah, it just takes place out? in the middle. Okay, like it's just, it's just more adventures with Morton yep, Greg um, that, that like stories that they didn't they took out of the show because mm-hmm. it literally it, it, yeah it's too long it, yeah. yeah um and you know didn't because they the, each episode's like in a serial format is supposed to kind of carry you through so. When it was released, it was, you know, every one episode per day, 11 minutes long. They actually put it between two premieres, and that was how it got sort of promoted. Nice, nice, um, nice. I was saying to you, Elijah Wood does the voice of uh, Wart, yeah. and, uh, you know, he's, he's reflected positively on the role. And, so what about um, Greg? Is Greg also someone famous? You know, I actually don't remember all the voices. Uh, but I, I feel like <laughs> Greg is definitely an anime dub voice actor. I don't remember. Really? I think it's like Robert Christopher Dunn's Lloyd here. is a prominent <laughs> voice on this yeah. show. Christopher Lloyd does the woodcutter and that's really good yeah. it's, and you can definitely tell it's him oh, like yeah. he does not he does not put on airs to try and like <laughs> you gotta get the wood Marty <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a character um, it's really weird realizing that Denzel Washington did the frog yeah. <laughs> so what made you want to pick this show when Seb came to you and said hey you gotta show my dumb friends something for, for a podcast like what was your so the, the first thing was Seb said that like we're, we've done so much anime and we need someone to pick well, something we've, like, we've done anime. too much and I mean I, I love anime too but like uh, as Seb could probably contest too I'm cartoons first anime second mm-hmm. and, same as um, it should be and over the garden wall really it, it's something that like it, it's a, it's kind of what i as a creator want to make maybe not like not so specifically but i love horror i had the um, same thing written down i written down like highlighted is i'm so mad i didn't make this yeah like, first of all i don't um, make anything i make very you know poorly you make, things uh, i don't finish shit. episodes i make a shitty podcast with my <laughs> dumb friends and i write bad scripts that I don't send anywhere but this is exactly what I would want this is my ideal it's, it's yeah. just beautiful mm-hmm. it makes me so, yeah no definitely like, I I'm mean, jealous of the kids who get to experience this as like as a kid yeah, like that's I mean, a very yeah. that's a very different thing as well mm-hmm. um, oh sorry you go. No, no, I was just saying like uh, you know we had Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps I'm literally just um, about to say that yeah, like, yeah. that stuff is like shit so it's but, like, I mean so, <laughs> that's fair yeah. uh, America kind of went through another like it, it kind of influenced by like South Park and other things but it, it, it's kind of debated 
but uh, horror, even though we're adding more like LGBTQ friendly things and we are getting a little more dramatic and scary, mm-hmm. horror as a genre is something that's kind of being left out of cartoons um, yeah, because yeah. a lot of people, the moment that you put that horror tag on it, no matter how scary Steven Universe gets or Adventure Time gets, I think because the problem is, uh, I think horror. it was all, uh, the, the well was poisoned by Flapjack where uh, some executive oh, yeah. saw that and was like, yeah. no one should ever be allowed to do this ever again. Flapjack has shit. Even though people at Flapjack went on to, like, every five years. Oh, yeah. I was wondering, like, people who made Flapjack, are they 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 graduated to every other show. Flapjack was amazing. Oh, yeah. You ever seen, like, those trees, though? Like, 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 where it's like they show a cartoon and they branch out? Yeah. Like, like, Dexter is, like, one of the main shows. Oh, yeah. Dexter, Powerpuff Girls, (laughs) or... if you want to really get crazy with it, The Simpsons, you just put this one somewhere. Well, I mean, like, like I, I kind of want to like remake those trees because like uh, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit came out uh-huh. before Disney, right? Like yeah, this yeah. Is, like predates Disney, and up iWorks left to make Flip the uh-huh. Frog. And from Flip the Frog, Chuck Jones learned to animate Crazy. Oh yeah, it's, so, I mean, yeah. you can you can continue well, the that. The tree is big enough that you will destroy the universe if you try to <laughs> try to track if it. If you but... figure it out, then you die. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get back on track with like mm-hmm. the horror specifically as a genre like nowadays within kin shows. Mm-hmm. And like, this is a very horror very... focused. It's not. I wouldn't classify it as horror as a genre, but I'm, it horror. I would. All right. Well, well, yeah. It's, it's not a thriller. It's, it's all. Of, yeah, you're right. So it's, yeah, it's, all, it's very. Most of the episodes are have a spooky vibe to it. The absolutely. So really hammers that. The first episode hammers yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. First the episode. dog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. right. You know what? You're right. You're right. But, it's um, so like people familiar with horror elements. Like this show has them in spades, and it works mm-hmm. yeah. so well within the context of the show. It doesn't. Like, despite being a cartoon and ostensibly made for kids, it doesn't baby you yeah. with that Not sort of thing. Not at all. Like, I think that's one of my favorite parts about it is the jokes aren't... The, actually, well, I, I immediately take that back, but the <laughs> jokes are very childish, but they're all, like, for everyone. Like, yeah. All of these jokes are funny. They're not... And really every good, cartoon like, tries to do that. Every cartoon yeah. says, we have a little something for the yeah, parents, too. A little too. something for daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, as an adult, I was able to laugh when Greg is laying the candy trail indoors. And I'm like, yeah. that's yeah. so dumb that it's funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> every room he goes and he just throws, like, 60 pieces of candy. Yeah. And it's like, problem solved. We're going to burl your turts. There's a, there's a great payoff for that later, too. Yeah. Which yeah. I really like. It works well. It's also, it's like, horror elements are, like, as you were saying, a rarely show nowadays that, like, I can only think of a handful within the cartoons that I used to watch. I, I went through a cartoon kick um, like two years ago and I watched a lot of Steven Universe, Regular Show, Adventure Time, all like the big ones. Mm-hmm. And um, like Steven Universe actually only sparingly from mm-hmm. what I've seen uses horror. Like they, they do, use, like, they do horror in more of like an emotional way. Like, yeah. It's like yeah. I don't want to well, be in this I mean, situation because it would make me it. sad it like, or uncomfortable. It was yeah. like Jem's few zombies. Yeah, yeah the stuff. clusters. The clusters. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah. um, Regular show, I don't really think really used it, except for the Halloween episodes. Yeah, the taxi. Oh, hello, Governor. Yeah. And um, on Adventure Time, the uh, the episode with the haunted mansion with the murder mystery. Oh, yeah. I, I love that, that one too. Oh, yeah. and but then did, did you they... see Stakes? Uh, uh, Adventure Time release. I actually bought it because like I'm not, I, I like Adventure Time, but then sometimes I hate Adventure Time. If yeah. I'm honest, but yeah, they released it's a very, a, it's after the creative base splits off to make an, a bunch of amazing cartoons. The show kind of like loses its yeah. direction. It's also but, really do need oh, to move sorry. on. Uh, oh. Do you want to give Do you want to give any 
last uh, things on why you uh, chose this show for this podcast before we start doing impressions? No, no. I mean, really what it comes down to is I love horror, I love cartoons, and I really wish that mm-hmm. more of that existed. All right. Excellent. Seb, do you want to start? Since Spinks your guest, do you want to talk yeah. about the show, what you thought, why and you then we'll go... I picked because I don't have any other friends. So, Bink has been trying to get me to watch Over the Garden Wall for years, um, and it's not that I ever just really didn't want to watch it. It's just you don't respect her opinion. No, nothing she, she likes is any good. Yeah. Um, well, this so. is during the period of time where Seb knew me and didn't listen to me because I was also talking about this show <laughs> at <Yeah>. the time. It's overrated. If I mean, I can guarantee you, if I, if I went back through like everything that I've ever watched, it, like half of it would, would be because of Pink. <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, so I, I finally watched it, and it wasn't that I ever thought it was going to be bad, but I just never got around to it. Um, if I had realized it was so short, and all the episodes were so, like, really tiny, then I, I would have probably watched it sooner. But, um, I ended up really liking it. Um, I really loved, um, a lot of the, the cues they took from, like, in, in terms of the animation itself, I liked a lot of the cues they took from like um, like the really old kind of stuff, like 20s, 30s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they throw Betty yeah. Boop in there. She yeah. makes a camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. great. I was just talking to Cam yeah. about that. Are you good? It's like, this is Betty Boop. Like, it's the yeah. same voice. He's like, of, no. <laughs> one of the episodes, I was saying, it, it felt like a Cuphead like level. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then there's, you know, even a few times where there's like the um, rubber hose uh, yeah, the yeah. Yeah. yeah, like especially. I feel like every single person that talks about their impressions is going to bring up that scene. <laughs> so <laughs> to get it, this man, and yeah. what he does. I, I had seen that scene in another scene. I saw, I saw a scene. Um, You're supposed to watch the, the whole thing, Seth. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I'd seen <laughs> gifts and stuff like Exposed. that. Exposed. Yeah. Uh, and um, it, the other one I saw was the horse and and Wirt's talking about we can't just steal shit from this guy and the horse is just like I, I want to steal, steal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and when I told Big I was like haha that's funny she was like oh no but you didn't watch the rest so the you context. don't know the context <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I and again I thought it was funny I thought it was clever um, nothing that happens in the show is ever as it first appears like absolutely none of the show like um, in the um, the episode with the with the servant girl, you think that that the old lady is like enslaving her, but really it's the other way around. Or um, with the pumpkin people, you think they're gonna like kill Wirt and Greg. No, they're just having them dig up some of their old it's, buddies. It's not, not, you know, not fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> not fucked up, but it's completely different. And yeah. most most of the stuff they come across that that is harmless is what scares them and what scares them yeah. is something that is harmless yeah. mm-hmm. or trying I, you, to help like them. the whole time during that episode you're like oh my god they're gonna do something horrifying and then yeah. you realize at the end oh no they just are horrifying <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they lay it on a little too thick at some point I think the pumpkin episode was a little heavy handed I think like immediately I was like 
<laughs> so why would it's like you come uh, in, you stomp you, our crops? Well, they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they consistently subvert what you would expect to the point where I was like, okay, well now I oh. know what to expect. Okay, not to not but. to blow you guys' minds here, but this is a show made for children. And well, what does that mean? What? Okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting into yeah. what that means. What that means is that, like, I honestly think that, and maybe they do rely a little heavily on it, but I think it does teach a good lesson of like you should not. The first thing that you think when you see something is not what it's going to be. Yeah. Like, like do, just because you, something's scary at first doesn't mean it really will be. Like, and just because something isn't scary at first doesn't mean it's not pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That's you can I'm trust with Alex, it. though. In the, the pumpkin episode, as soon as they showed up and they're like, oh, I'm scared of these guys. I'm like, well, obviously they're not going to be mm-hmm. not going to be really malicious. You know, I think it was, it was a little too obvious with that one, but... You could say, oh, this is for kids, but I think even as, like, you know, like, in my teens, I'd be like, oh, obviously this twist is... Yeah. it's, like, kind of setting you up for the rest of the show, in Mm -hmm. a way. I don't know. I think that that would have caught me as a kid, though, because it almost caught me as an adult. I was like, oh, man, they're saying a lot of weird things, like, people don't ever want to leave. I don't know. (laughs) Children of the corn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Outlander! I don't know, like, when, when I'm watching something like that, like a kid's show, sometimes I kind of take it as at face value, because that's yeah. what most kids' shows do, yeah. until this ended up, like, subver- subverting expectations at pretty much every, every chance, up, yeah, and I every don't know why I didn't expect Jason Funderburger to be a, a fucking, like... <laughs> a lamer? Oh my god. Ass nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I literally laughed out loud and immediately got so mad at work. Like, I, I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> Can I drop my opinion on work real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, two protagonists, Wirt and Greg, yes. brothers going on There's an adventure not through... Stepbrothers. Not on Ste- brothers. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Or half That's not really as much. They great chemistry. Like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, they're half-brothers they're half because... Yeah, his, his dad married mom. his mom. Yeah. Which is, they explain in song, in, yeah. a, in an unnecessary way. Oh, and it was so funny when they do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so my opinion on Wirt... I initially had a very negative opinion on him. I was like, uh, this kid fucking sucks. Yeah. He's a lamer. Such a lamer. Yeah, if this dude him. played Melee, he played Ice Cream. bitch. I have to cut that. I can't leave that in. He'd be like, oh, well, it's the most safe thing. No. Yeah, it's like, oh, I just wobble. Oh, it's legal. But where it pissed me off so much until, like, the second to last episode when they showed how he was in his hometown. And then I made a realization... I realized that where is supposed to connect with characters you that suffer from okay. a lot. Well, I realized he's supposed to he's connect with me. characters. No, Lord. George is Mark. You're hurting my feelings. Well, he's supposed to connect with people that have a lot of social anxiety and always are like those type of people that think like, oh, nobody's gonna like me. Nobody thinks I'm cool. None of my none of the information I have could possibly be useful here. And then in the mansion episode. All of his like background knowledge turns out to be useful. Even the but I'm saying like in yeah. that specific episode, everyone every in that specific episode that was like second to last, everyone liked him. Everyone received him very warmly. Yeah. The girl that he liked liked him back, and he was convinced that it was mm. impossible for that to happen. Mm. And that ended up being how come he went over the garden wall. Wow. Yeah. So, um, to jump on that point oh. too, something I actually really like yeah. about War is that he is kind of unlikable at first and yeah. and like and sure. they he's, also kind of established that he's because we're if you think about it, if you think about other cartoons where there's a brother dynamic the older brother like big hero six sadashi and hero like dashi's that older brother that protective this mm-hmm. is my younger brother i'm gonna keep him safe war starts out with i don't care go somewhere you know get yeah. in god mm-hmm. you're stupid like he's always 
down on Greg. Mm-hmm. And it's not until, and it's, it's really Ward's character arc to become that brother, to mm-hmm. realize that he has to step up and, but not even just like, you know, to save Greg's life, but also that he wants to, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. there is a development in that he begins to like Greg. He mm-hmm. begins to, um, you know, forgive Greg for quote unquote ruining his life. Yeah. And becomes that older brother because I mean it, it is a stepbrother. It's not like he grew up with this kid. Yeah. And for it, oh, so it the story. Yeah. Well, it's it's a half brother. Yeah. Half brother. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry, not stepbrother. Sorry, yeah, I know the difference because I have half brothers. Uh, <laughs> see, see. That, I don't even think that picked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna yeah. do you wanna talk more about like what what you ended up thinking of the show? Like what? Um, I what I really liked it? it. Um, I, you know, kept. I found myself like. I was like, uh, I'll go take a break after this episode, or I'll go to the bathroom after this episode, I'll go get some lunch after this episode, but I watched almost the whole thing through mo- oh, at once, because even though it didn't give you necessarily any big cliffhangers, I just really wanted to see what well, the next the episode end. was going to be. Yeah, until the very end. <laughs> um, so I, I did really end up loving like the writing, the characters, the... Um, the, the design, like pretty much everything. Oh yeah, the visual style is yeah, just like yeah. Something it's really else. unique in in this kind of. I don't know. I actually era, didn't you know? think it was very unique, but I, I still well, love it. I mean, it's kind of a I mix between a like muted, those but... old Beatrix Potter books. Well, that's what I was just about to say. It feels yeah, like storybook like as opposed to cartoon like. The thing was, it being muted kind of added to like the artistic value of it because for the most part, there were scenes where yeah, sure, the outside was muted, but then Wirt and Greg were very like they stood out. Mm-hmm. Even though Wirt's still wearing just uh, well, Wirt obviously stands. He's wearing blue and red, but Greg even stands up just wearing white and green yeah. and his and kettle on his head. Yeah, and there are also scenes where when Wirt's down, there's literally like shade over him, and then Greg is standing at the top of the boat, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm the king of the world, dancing around. And yeah. I thought that was just like kind of cool things they did. There, uh, yeah, the scene that that he is talking about is right. literally playing behind right George right now. Yeah. 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 So, uh, do you mind if I move into my, my yeah, impressions? Yeah, go ahead. So, I was gonna go the other way. Quickly but, on, yeah, go uh, ahead. Oh, fuck you. Um, quickly <laughs> on the 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 color palette. I think it's it's interesting because as we were talking about like Sailor Moon and like Steven mm-hmm. Universe, like mm-hmm. oh the trees the trees blue. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like that's it's super show. pastel. Yeah, that's oh, the, the show 80s, I've been watching lately. Right, like, yeah, pastel, like, yeah, it doesn't matter what colors things are. It doesn't matter what model. You know, it's not on model. Who cares if this is even Earth? But watching a show like this, everything is very realistic. The water's gray. The trees are green. Like it's just reality. Like mm-hmm. and but that the color palette didn't stay stand out to me. But the character design and the animation, like I was, I became obsessed with Ward's design. Like his his hat and his hairline and like his coat yeah. is just really appealing to me i love it um but i loved everything about this show I, except for the ending which maybe we'll talk about at the end but all right the, the i absolutely loved everything like the jokes were hilarious the, i find myself i'm always gravitating towards horror since a couple of years ago and I was like okay this show will be scary but like kids scary and it was kids scary but the first episode with that dog, that dog is a horrifying design. Everybody's, I think, encountered like a scary dog in there. Oh yeah, like a dog where you're like, oh, this dog is mad at me, and if I get any closer, yeah, I don't this, want. This dog has no morals. Yeah, it doesn't mean it. it's not gonna go to jail if it kills me. There's no like you've seen a uh, scary dog. To, to speak to on your your comment of the palette too, though, like mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about the 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 horrific things are what actually stands out in the palette. Yeah, there's you a know, the dog yeah. has those big 
glowing yeah, eyes, the pumpkin with the Disney villain eyes. Yeah, like, the pumpkin <laughs> in the center. Yeah. He is the most I mean, orange pumpkin. Out of, like mm-hmm. the other ones have like these sort of muted pumpkin colors. It's the center pumpkin. I He's that big that. orange. It's guy. almost like another thing that is bright um, is dangerous, which is like very. Yeah, it stands out. It's supernatural. Mm-hmm. But that's what I liked about the shows. I got some big Oogie Boogie vibes from the big pumpkin guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're joking. Uh, You're no, joking. Alright, alright. Before we break out of the song. <laughs> another thing that immediately um, another two of our, our hosts will jump on is like the first episode I'm like, oh, this is Bloodboard, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is Whoa. fucking Bloodboard. Like this guy's like, I gotta keep this lamp lit or the beast will kill me. I'm like, I've heard that. One billion times. I mean, since he's Nick got an axe, but it might as well be a sock cleaver. Yeah. <laughs> if you like Bloodborne, you will like this show, or at least the first. <laughs> That's day. one hell of a recommendation. I'll, I'll be that guy. It's it's really like Victorian horror, like where it's like, oh, everyone here is normal, and we mm-hmm. don't have the means to call the police yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and this it's is like a kid's story cool. from yeah. the yeah. time where yes, you couldn't exactly. call the police because yeah. you weren't sure whether you were going to survive the winter. Yeah, it's like, oh, this horrible monster will kill me. What am I going to do? It's like I live in a shack. I have an axe, so I will fight the monster with my axe. And if I, I'll die at the end. <laughs> um, the next note I have written down is uh, the animation on the highway man. Like. <laughs> Oh my was God. that one dude's like three week project <laughs> well you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of uh, the animation of a similarly spooky character within some 1920s cartoon um, that was I'm gonna let you finish but real quick we're gonna, I gotta explain what the fucking highwayman is so yes. they, go, yeah. they go into a pub Wharton Greg go into a pub and there's one guy there and they're like oh yeah that that's the highwayman he's the highwayman and, you're like, and everyone oh. sings a song about what they yeah, do and you're like oh I can't wait to find out what the highwayman does and what uh, does he do he's the highwayman he does he's the highwayman and he does this <laughs> well, crazy historically the highwayman is actually a thing really okay we were um, googling this before the the viewers started recording mm-hmm. what is well, he what is he uh, it's someone that like a thief yeah oh really yeah, he, yeah. oh yeah. I didn't know that they're literally someone who robs you when you're on a street. Oh. Like, yeah, like a highway. When you are taking a, a highway, like not uh, a not, modern highway, yeah. but like when you're on a cart. If you were on the King's to, Road, yeah. 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 they are someone who will stick you up. Huh. Well, anyway, so he uh, he just hangs out That's with everyone. That's why he, everyone he makes ends him. meet. Oh. Yeah, he's a highwayman. I didn't know. I he didn't makes get ends that. meet. Meet. He steals. I thought he was like a non sequitur, so. but he does this crazy flowing dance that they don't cut away from and it's very different from the animation in the show and it's just like really striking and we all brought it up mm-hmm. at least like three or four times on before we started recording and during recording uh, my next hot take is that in i mean to, we're gonna spoil this episode, this show if you're gonna watch the show and you don't want spoilers then this, this okay so this show is available on hulu it is 10 episodes and the episodes are not even like 30 minutes long they're they're 11, they're 11, they're 11 minutes, minutes each be sure to use our link for a 10 percent oh. off your Hulu submission uh-huh. uh email hulu and oh, say sorry, why I doesn't did. please don't listen to this have a promo I code cut off george's <laughs> impressions in the highway so uh the dancing cartoon ghosts i'm uh-huh. trying to look it up right now oh yeah, yeah, yeah. are yeah. you talking about you know skeleton dance about. yeah i know, I know yeah. exactly well, what you're talking it's, about no, it's, the highway man yeah. reminds no. me very much of this 1920s 1930s dancing you're probably cartoon not wrong. Ghost. Yeah. are you thinking yeah. exactly what are you thinking of the dancing skeletons no no, no. there's a little so this is this oh, is oh, the, oh, it's like Betty Boop cartoon. Yeah, it's a Betty yeah. Boop cartoon. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the crazy What's one. What's The dancing dude. Okay. Uh, they I go to the It's already yeah. very fucking spooky. And that's what the high... It actually, like, thinking about it, it's setting chills mm-hmm. down my spine wow. right now just because I saw it 
as a kid and then I saw it later as an adult and I was like that shit was fucking spooky <laughs> and um, the highwayman again sent chills on my spine because it reminded me very much of it his body movements somewhat reflected that the dancer who played this cartoon ghost that I forget the name of it was from a Betty Boop show it was a um, Betty Boop cartoon and yeah. it is a very famous dude I'm kind of mad I don't yeah. remember who he is now. he's like a famous dancer and he was using like his signature moves uh, they rotoscoped like him actually what yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah, yeah, yeah. A, back then wow. they rotoscoped yeah. him he was like a main uh, um, yeah it's like how do we get this drawing to move like a person yeah <laughs> Uh, I did. It's my what, famous old timey accent. Cab Calloway. I know. Oh, it was Cab Calloway. I actually can't believe I didn't remember that. Um, Cab Calloway and Cab Calloway was known for that. Like in the same mm-hmm. way that Michael Jackson was known for like his dances, Cab Calloway was known for really just going on stage and being wibbly wobbly. And, um, and Cab Calloway actually did a couple songs for Betty Boop. He was a huge fan. And mm. who um, wouldn't be? Honestly. Yeah, uh, he actually. I think like the first time he did a song for Baby Boop was actually for Bitty, Bimbo, Bimbo the dog, and then. But nice. I'm derailing. But yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and, dog. But you're not wrong. Uh, I you're, guarantee you're the Highway Man is probably a reference to the Cap Calloway ghost. That's, that's exactly. I love that scene. I like. I love scenes when people go into a bar and like every person has their story. I yeah. think that's an interesting. Baby makes an appearance, so it's probably definitely yeah, a reference. It's super yeah, super um, The last thing I'm going to mention is Nick can attest to this. I'm not being that guy. I said to him while on pain pills because I just got my wisdom teeth out during probably the fourth or fifth episode. My theory is that this takes place in modern times. Uh huh. So I and I and I politely told him to fuck off. Well, right. not, well, and not. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wrong. They, no. Well, yes right. and no. Yes and no. You are correct. They, um. It takes place when, did you say? I think Modern times. I'm thinking no. it's like the 70s. No, because 70s. he has a tape, right? The girl doesn't have a tape player. Yeah. And she yeah. doesn't have a tape player. They're looking That's Modern. Oh, so it's at least... Yes. No, but he has a tape. No one makes tapes in Modern times. Like, yeah, but he, that's the he's joke. An, yeah, yeah. That's why, yeah. He yeah. he's a kid that doesn't have... That is not in touch with Modern times at all. Which yeah. is why he's making has, a tape. I mean, Police car is also very old. It's like... He quotes poetry. I think he's That's like... I'd say it's past. Well, like, if you look at the costuming, like 70s. when they like go out to the the football field, oh, that's very sixties to me. I, I, just, I thought seventies, eighties. All right, but well, well, it doesn't matter. Also, I don't think they had small cassette tapes like I that. I think the point that Cam was trying to make yeah. is that it didn't. It, it's that not. It's not yeah, it doesn't take. It doesn't take <laughs> place no in the Victorian <laughs> era. <laughs> as it, as anyway, so my theory. Well, I don't think it's point. directly. Uh, you know, I'm not a clairvoyant. I think. It's it's referenced because when they run into one of the houses, uh, or the Wart or Greg is asking if someone has a phone, and yeah. that could be considered a non sequitur. But I I I saw it as they got lost in the woods and it's a weird woods and they're gonna walk back and it's gonna be like modern you know blank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which wasn't right. They're in a, a hallucination, or as Nick said, it, it may be real or may not. I think it's definitely it's not another real. world. It might be like some people theorize it's that it's a limbo. Guy. But he's yeah. a god. I hate that shit so much. <laughs> Too bad. That's what it is. He's <laughs> unconscious in the water and he's gonna die. And this is where he ends up. It's yeah, not another universe. He doesn't. It's fall no. Into I don't mean dimension. another universe, but like the concept of other worlds in like fairy tales and this kind of fiction is that you would go there when something fucked up happened to you. I think yeah. it's mm-hmm. very deliberate that it's a hallucination. It's well, not, but when you're, and when you're unconscious, you're not in another reality. Epilogues. It doesn't have to literally be something. It can be, you know, well, ambiguous. It can. It's nothing. To, it's not to that point, though, it, at the end, when they <laughs> go to the guy. graveyard, there's yep. actually a grave for Mr. Um, the he's got, no, the mansion. Oh, him? 
Yeah, there's actually a like Wart and Greg are hiding behind. Endicott. 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 But then that's um, just some grave that they've seen of a guy who used to live back then. Well, okay, you can you can theorize like that when it comes to like like you know Angelica is actually in a coma and all. God, I, oh my god! Like yeah, we can. I'm go gonna do an entire episode about how I'm going uh, about how I'm going to personally punch that. every single person who says <laughs> that <laughs> shit. Everyone who likes Rugrats should die. So I mean, like you know, but like the the I I think. The fact that like they're they're near death and like this is even a reference to the ending where they're being pulled out of the water. Yeah. Um, I, I think like it is kind of in its own way trying to sort of reference this sort of limbo or afterlife, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and mm-hmm. this other place. And then with with Endicott, uh, like the fact that his mansion was one period of time and hers was another. It also kind of speaks to that. Oh, yeah, um, they were two different styles of architecture. Mm. I thought that was geographically, though. Not yeah, I don't think it was... It was. Uh, well, it no, was, he said it was like Victorian Rococo, and he said the other one was... It was French Rococo. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It was like it was like English and French, not not like uh, two maybe. different centuries. Yeah, whatever. Mm. All right, George, what did you think of the show? I thought it was any good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've gone through two people so far. Is this show any good? We've been arguing angrily about it, but... Yeah. Well, I will argue about. angrily about a lot of things that I would consider good. <laughs> I'm going to slightly take back my thing of saying that, like, horror is basically... Well, Bink and I both said horror has essentially been, like, vacant mm-hmm. from, like, children's shows. Gravity Falls. I forgot oh, about Oh, that's a great example. Yeah. But that's close over got, the garden wall. Yeah, in the way... I mean, no, well, it's kind it's of like, in the middle of it, yeah, actually. Yeah, kind of the same. same time. Yeah, all right, but so that's kind of a bad example. It, um, it got fucking canceled, but no, nah, it, 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 it didn't get canceled. canceled. No, it ended. I, I know it ended. I was kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Seinfeld that, got canceled after nine seasons when the <laughs> creators wanted it to. <laughs> that, this kind of helped fill in that void because I liked that, like, oh, two siblings finding, well, not, they're not necessarily finding out mysteries. They're just trying to get home, but all these mysterious things are happening around them. And that really made me think of Gravity Falls and how much I love that show. And then I ended up liking this show a lot. I, I love this show. It's great. And a it's lot of it... It's direction, too. Exactly, yeah. And also, again, similar, like, colors. Like, everything else around uh, Mabel and Dipper are pretty dark and drab, but then they're wearing blue and red and, and pink and purple. And even Grunkle Stan is wearing black and... Well, he has a red, red, yeah. red hat. Hard red recommend for Gravity hats. Falls, folks. If you, oh, if you, have, if you have a oh, way to... We'll get to it. I'll rewatch that shit so hard. <laughs> watch the whole thing. The ending of Gravity Falls is fucking nuts, and it's a huge payoff, though. Everyone watch it. But um, I also used... I, I've been meaning to watch the show for a really long time. I used to be bigger into Tumblr, and I would always see this... People post about this. There's a, a okay size fandom about it, right? It's, it's like... Yeah, it, go, it comes. Yeah, people yeah. on Tumblr will go nuts over anything that is animated. That's true. Mm. Well, in any way, <laughs> um, but they don't care about anime because that's not animated. Yeah, there was a few. Th- oh, people on Tumblr care about. It. Okay, <laughs> yeah. but there's a few things that like did kind of bother me at first, but then I grew to love. Like at first, I immediately started liking Greg, and then in the same episode, I was like, "What the fuck is up with this kid?" And then, <laughs> but then I realized, like, oh, he is supposed to be a kid. Like it's it's yeah. fine because that. For a, a while, I get frustrated. It's the same reason I stopped watching Adventure Time as much is like the oh well XD random yeah, like humor mm-hmm. thing. That's like Greg's. Oh, it's so funny. He named his frog after a U.S. president. Yeah, and then he's like, he's the only but it actually is funny. like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But and then you realize like it, it, that he's kind of uh, 
a palate cleanser because you're like, oh man, this world's kind of fucked up. But then Greg's mm-hmm. still like loving life. And Greg doesn't see it that way, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I'm gonna oh, try my best. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. Well, I guess and, we'll get to it when that's my impression. But like one of the things you said about Greg uh, is like. Uh, a, a child seeing a fucked up world is not necessarily going to perceive it that way because they are still developing their view of the world so they might just be like hey this is normal this just is just like in real life yeah well that's what I was, I was going to use the Silent Hill 2 example of like all these characters are seeing Silent Hill, Hill in different ways because they're that fucked up but the kid who's in Silent Hill is just like I don't understand what you guys are all complaining about like yeah. like, yeah. like, like obviously just, kills just people. gotta kill this wife yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys kill that guy. <laughs> of course he's gonna kill it. Like, yeah. like, Why are you scared of the guy with a big geometrical shape for a head? Yeah. He's just got a rusty spear. I don't the, understand. It's the physical manifestation of his guilt for killing his wife. Just like how people need to drink water, Pyramid Head needs to decapitate people. I don't know what's happening. You gotta think about it. Well, um, if you didn't need to punish yourself, you'd be Pyramids will be pyramids. There was a lot of things uh, within it that, again, like, initially I was like, oh, my God. But then I thought it was really funny. Like, Greg knocking out the old woodsman. Um, I first, I was like, this is your plan, right? Yeah. And then I thought about it, and I was like, I have little cousins where if I was in some dire situation, and then I was like, oh, actually, maybe not do that, they would still do the first thing that we thought of. Like, that was the plan. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you said do this. I'm like, yeah, but then I said don't. And then you're like, oh, I forgot. And then that's, I can imagine, like, a little kid doing that. Yeah. Also, uh, one of my notes says, oh, shit, poison, devil, gene, turtle. Uh, Uh, You're right. Yeah. I wish they went a little bit deeper in that with the mm-hmm. turtles I'm sure they do in the comics um, they talk more Maybe, about like, yeah, the black turtles <laughs> they might not <laughs> well that's still cool I feel like they're not they're not super concerned about the lore of this show the I suppose lore is all the black black matters, turtles, right? the black turtles are really interesting to me because they made the dog into this giant wolf beast and then the other one okay, of the but like maybe it's just one of those things that dogs shouldn't eat. Like dogs aren't supposed to eat chocolate. Yeah, they it's don't like, grow ten like, times their size. Oh, you're <laughs> you're like, you don't know that. You don't know that. Sometimes dude. the turtle is just a turtle. Yeah, yeah. but then Auntie <laughs> whispers herself. Turtles. She <laughs> had the gross black teeth. She yeah. was misshapen. And she, she was, was eating the turtles. Yeah, she, she was, was just wearing the a She was obviously like corrupted by something. No, George, she has normal hands. She, oh my god! Okay, so I'm gonna keep going. She's wearing a costume. Um, speaking about Auntie Whispers. I, Great name, by the way. Yeah. yeah, really creepy name too. She yeah. was a, I that was one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. I think the second one is my favorite, just because of like the creepy vibe and again the oogie boogie pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Um, but Auntie Whispers, something really real that that came to mind is after her. Um, what was the kid's name? Lonnie something. What was the, the lady's name who was... Uh, Lottie? Lottie? Mm-hmm. Lottie? Yeah, Lottie. Uh, well, let, let's call her Lottie. Mm-hmm. So after she was cured of her, like, demon affliction or whatever, um, she was like, oh, no, wait, Auntie Whispers was really taking care of me. But then the only thing in my mind was, like, why didn't Auntie Whispers just say, hey, demon, fuck off? And yeah, yeah, it's funny how that's the solution. Exactly. And I then would, that was the solution. Maybe it was so simple she wanted that she didn't think of it. Like, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of times. It's very odd parent theory. I mean, why yeah. doesn't Timmy wish for half the shit? <laughs> I mean, like, I probably, I'm probably diving way too deep into it because the, because the, way, way, that was, the way that she <laughs> was right after Lottie was free was like, oh, no, I guess you don't need me anymore. And it felt like guilt. Like, she yeah. always wanted to have Lottie with her anyways, and this was just a way to keep her there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wanted her labor. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> don't we and all? She yeah. was like, oh, okay, now that Lottie's free, let me guilt her into staying. And I saw it as somebody that's like, 
oh, I'm look, I'm helping you, but they're not helping you to the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. Helping yeah. you help yourself. I'm helping <laughs> you, yeah, exactly, to benefit you. Just like the episode with Two Mansions was a biting to, criticism um, to capitalism. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what, what's her name? Oh. Spirit Away. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh That's god. That actually this show gave me some the same vibes as Spirited it's Away. Spirited yeah. Away. Yeah. Cuz it's animated. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's moving pictures moving and pictures that's the same thing. Right. I think the same thing. There's Case also a, a ton of like one-liners that were just really good and like stuck with me. Uh-huh. Um what what are some of the ones that are on your mind right now? Currently where he says uh the the skeleton people, the big uh, oogie boogie pumpkin uh-huh. when he's like, "Oh, somebody was like, "Oh, why don't you stay a while?" And then Ward's like, "No, nah, we're going to go." And then he says, oh, well, you'll join us one day. And just, like, offhandedly, uh, and I was like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's making yeah. kids think, yeah, well, everyone dies. Somebody, <laughs> else, somebody else says, like, oh, you're a little early. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that. You look a little early. That's, yeah. that's the best part. Okay, right? for our listeners, they, they go to a pumpkin town, and they're worried uh, worried about all the, the patrons in the town because they all have pumpkins on their heads, and they look very scary, and they're like, oh, no, what are these people doing? Why are there yeah. pumpkins they on their heads? They look like a cult. And then... It's revealed spoilies that they spoilies. Uh, <laughs> people are die and they are buried and then they're dug up when they're ready and then they put a pumpkin on their head and they live in this town and it, honestly that's cool and yeah fine. it's a, it's a very Quincy good Undercut. depiction of the and they're like yeah oh, Quincy why Undercut. are you not yeah. dead yet why are you here you're way early dude or like you'll yeah. be here eventually it's just very sweet mm-hmm. and nice. It was it was cool. They do they do a similar bit in Coco, which came out last year. Ah, uh, I gotta check that out. Spoilers. <laughs> Not really. Spoilers for Coco. That's on Netflix. <laughs> it came out last year. I think it's on Netflix too. Yeah. I heard it's great. Already? Yeah. Already? Disney's uh-huh. been yeah. for some reason putting stuff on Netflix even though they're, Oh, because they're they're take that motherfucker off. Yeah, their their streaming platform isn't ready yet, and I can't even begin to describe how terrified I am of that prospect. Not to derail oh. too much. I love everything about <laughs> We're Coco there. except yeah. that they use that ending. This is gonna be a four hour edit. And a ton of other movies. Now leave it at uh, that. Okay, what, I haven't seen it yet. So got one last question. Yeah. yeah. Something funny I thought was uh, it, it just came to mind when they were kicking the bluebird out, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Oh yeah, no, no bluebirds, yada yada, inside uh-huh. this establishment." And then that made me think, and like, when is this time frame? Like, what, is, what is this? I Why haven't seen any black people. That's interesting. <laughs> that's my big up. <laughs> Sorry. Talking all the time. No, I'm, oh, no, no. I'm saying what 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 time is this? Modern day Texas, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> way funnier. I, I, yeah, I will cut my bit from it. No, it's too late. <laughs> but it uh, it was it was very. I genuinely I mean, enjoyed the show so much. Wirt and Greg are afraid of the police, so they could 100% be in modern times. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely I I love the show. It's great. I'm happy that we watched it. Um, it's on my like top five top ten things I yeah you know um we uh Alex and I and a couple of the people that we know are constantly talking about three by threes for anime and video games and that sort of thing I really should make a cartoon one because this this might make it it's a it's an amazing cartoon oh we gotta fix that dude because yeah we will (laughs) you're a part of the show right let's kind of feel like Depends on the show. It's like animated, animated works. Uh, it's better. If you guys need more cartoons, I got you. The show made me feel oh, good about my uh, uh, initial view on work, and then immediately made me feel bad about it. The show made me feel good about my initial view on work, but then immediately made me feel bad about it when the show made his hometown because I was like, oh look, I was right. Work's a nerd ass fucking nerd. Because every like. 
Okay, everyone likes him, but he's all like, oh, which is oh, the don't... most unrealistic part. No, yeah, that's, that's realistic. I've met people who are like, no, I'm such a nerd, nobody likes me, and then like everybody's like, yo, is Blake coming? It's like, it's so I can personally relate to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah I definitely know. Out. It's like, is Cam coming? I <laughs> definitely know that one. Uh, Alex, what do you think of the show? Uh, Mr. Mr. Anime, Mr. Western Animation is gross, Mr. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Talk about it. What, um, how'd you like it? I, I definitely have kind of an aversion for western animation mostly because it's not as interesting usually visually interesting as anime it has no magical girls in it so it's yeah. yeah it's hard to make vaporwaves out of it and it's incorrect I, <laughs> I feel like there's more variation <laughs> in drawing styles in western animation yeah. than there is yeah, in i would anime. agree there as well but it usually like most most western animation is done on the cheap i mean you must be so exhausted there so are so many drawings anime. in a minute yeah, yeah but it they do more Just with it, one. I think. Okay. Um, I kind of agree with the animation think... styles, though, because I can only think of, like, three animes that look... Ah, four. Four or five. I mean, that look, like, that, crazy different. Well, there's another... To consider um, is that there's more anime made per year yeah. than there are cartoons. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, I, I definitely like what has been done with cartoons in recent years. Mm -hmm. I think that it's taken a lot longer to get to where yeah, anime is. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. Um, uh, and a big problem, like, cartoons have a different industry problem than... Yeah. Anime does it's, where it's yeah. a way different. As yeah, far the as anime industry's problems often have to deal with too much stuff being on the yes. market at once, whereas that is absolutely not the case yes. with cartoons. Like, right? Cartoons, with, more with, yeah, with <laughs> cartoons they have to convince people to care. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they have to convince people like just because. No, it's no, we promise that you can make money yeah. off of this. We promise. <laughs> I swear to God, you will have the next SpongeBob on your hands. And if so you, that's mm -hmm. that's kind of where I. And come it can't from. be adult. Yeah, it can't. But <laughs> I. I like to try and be open-minded about this kind of thing, and I oh, do. I do. That's new to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a comic book, Nick. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I do I do like animation like this that tries to be tries to do something different. Um, it's not an adult comedy, and it's not a super kids focused well, you know, I don't even random want to fun talk time. About adult comedy animation. God, yeah. I'm so mad. Exactly. When, South when, Park looks great. Those are the two yeah. things that sell well in Western audiences, and this is not that. Huge fan of Brickleberry. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I can't imagine that this sold well, but it's great that it exists because this it's is, actually like a huge hit. This is, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they made a bunch of merchandise for this that nothing else ever gets. They made a vinyl record. That, well, for, for the that, soundtrack. To me, that seems like they're marketing to an, a niche audience of fans and not marketing yeah. to a wider audience. But like, like it was a hit. It was a hit with kids and adults, though. Yeah. Yeah. But and then Cam, what something Cam said to me is like, "Well, why wasn't this bigger? Why didn't it get a sequel?" I'm like, "Cause it ends. <laughs> it ends, <laughs> and, right. and all the people who made this moved on to do other shit. Yeah. Like they, and they, that's, they, that's not something that that's again a lot of Western right. animation I've seen does. They're mm -hmm. not designed well, to end. Yeah. Right. Um, because that's something that's kind of changing actually. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, they're not designed to end like One Piece. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, that that comes that comes from Shonen Jump, which is not designed to end. <laughs> I mean, to be honest though, to to speak to your point, uh, a narrative structure is something that has come about because of the popularization popularization of 
anime in the 90s. Right, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. A bunch and, of kids who grew so. up watching anime went to CalArts and are now making yes. their own cartoons. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. that's... Uh, anime is becoming a more global thing, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of bleeding over. So did you like it? Cartoons. Do you like the, uh, the mm-hmm. horror aspect? I, the, I the definitely liked it. Uh, George, George mentioned Gravity Falls, and that is probably my favorite cartoon right I think now. It's my favorite cartoon. Also. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty great. So I, it definitely gave me those kinds of vibes. I saw about half of this show like two or three years ago. So I was pretty familiar with the first half, and I think my favorite episode is still the schoolhouse episode. Mm. That's my um, least favorite. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I'm, really big, like, I'm big wow. into that. It's the least spooky, and it's the most like silly, but it doesn't make me laugh. Yeah, like, I know it was silly, and it did make me laugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we have yeah, we have different senses. Too. So, but uh, I think that was it. Um, you like the tale of analysis, or you don't? Like yeah. <laughs> uh, until it started getting more narrative focused towards the last, like the, the last like episode eight to ten. Uh, I was that was my favorite like single story episode I mm-hmm. think. Um, but solid. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It took me way too long to actually watch the second half of this show, so I'm glad that so, I did. Oh, it is yeah. Bloodborne, right? Like Alex is a big Bloodborne. Fan. <laughs> uh, it's a thing. Right. It is vaguely horror, so I understand it's why Victor- you made that Victorian connection. Victorian horror with like ho- helpless protagonists. There's no like... Lovecraft, so it's not <laughs> Bloodborne. Come on. The no, there's, there, there is the no beast. Lovecraft. The Beast is not Lovecraft. The, 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 beast, no. the beast and the Lantern are both fable. They're like... Yeah, that's, they're, yeah. that's, that's more storybook. Yeah, it's storybook as opposed to Lovecraft. Which is still... I mean, it's still effective. I think the Beast is very A lot of the things that people used to take as like for granted in kids' stories and stories that you would tell around a campfire are, like, fucked up when you tell them now. Yeah. If you ever read a book of, like, even, like, Greek myths where it's like, oh, the solution to this problem is to throw your baby into the fire, and at oh, that yeah. time... Ahead, I literally thought, like, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, this reminds me of, like, those old fairy tales where you yeah. realize they're actually fucked up. This only is the, thing is people don't die. This is the Grimm Brothers yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I right. think that huh. framing the forest as the unknown is very apt. I, I think that's perfect. That it is, like... The main villain is a shadowy figure that you only catch a glimpse of in the whole show. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and that oh, glimpse is so good. That's yeah. going to be the only thing I that talk about during my segment. It is It so is very good. effective in framing the things that everyone is scared of, which mm-hmm. is the things you don't know. Uh, I think the, there was an interview. I don't know if it was the creator or one of the people that worked on it. It said that the, their least favorite thing is when people pause yeah. on that moment. Oh, no, yeah. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> supposed to be a flash. Yeah. 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 To say, what the hell is that? Yeah. And then you let your imagination go. No, I was that. I watched it on Hulu, so I fucking rewound like ten times. The thing, I, I saw it on um, I saw it on Tumblr and Twitter and 4chan a bunch of times. Like people were like, "Whoa, look at this cool thing from over the garden wall!" And like that's this was after I had seen it because I was watching it the week that it aired. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, continue, continue. Yeah, this this was this is pretty cool. I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of like this kind of thing. I like. Uh, especially within the context of Western animation, something mm-hmm. that tries to do something different, uh, which I definitely see this as. So, yeah, yeah that gets a thumbs up. Warm. Yeah, thumbs up from Alex. Anything okay. that's not oh. trying to be uh, that's not trying to be The Simpsons and that's not trying to be a kids show yeah. is good. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna uh, try and <laughs> put this put this forward again. I have left oh. myself to last and uh, not sorry, left myself my time because I moved on to me or second. Yeah, I was gonna try and go yeah. the other way around sorry. so that you could be Oops. last. But uh, okay, so I watched this. Um, I didn't want to spoil it when uh, uh, Bink recommended it by having her choose something else because I had already seen it. But all, because I knew well, none of these guys had seen, who had seen it. Yeah, the whole thing. So I was like, yeah, that works because there have been other times mm-hmm. where. 
two or even three of us have yeah, this died. Yeah, goddamn hosts on this show. It's yeah, it's like you, you can't. It's, it's, bad. It, it's hard it's to get a, a, a unique thing where nothing, none of us know anything about it unless you pick a fucking seventies jazz album. Shout outs to Mike, by the way. Uh, thanks for com- thanks for coming on the show. Uh, other hosts can't remember your name for some reason. Don't know why that is. I remember his name. <laughs> Right. Okay, so if you're listening, uh, I doing? this part of my love of this show might be because of a personal experience. Because when this show was airing, I had a 108 degree fever uh, when when it I came. Like I watched watch that right second. now. I thought I watched Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had pneumonia. Oh, oh no! <laughs> We've talked about it on the show, but when I had pneumonia, I played Metroid One, and that's why I thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you the only way. That's exactly what I said. So, um, I had I I had a high fever and I I couldn't work. I couldn't go to school. I couldn't do anything. But this show, it was at the end of the week that that this show had just been airing, and I was able to procure it, and I watched it like all in two sittings, in two bursts, and I was like, like especially. There are scenes in this show where the characters are in states where they cannot move or are very unwell and sick, and I'm like, "That's me right now." <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's like, like a I'm healthy. Yeah, when, big whoa. mood, big <laughs> mood, and it like increased my feeling of the dreamlike state of being in another world where things aren't necessarily going well, and like things, it like I felt what the characters were feeling. It's one of those things where like. That's not necessarily what the creator intended, but like I was getting more out of it just because of so this experience. To watch when you're, you know, having yeah, the creepy fever. I don't oh. take a bunch of pills and watch it, or just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I'm gonna get into what I actually thought of the show. Uh, I'm gonna cut out most of that Finally. for sure. Um, so the show, I I loved. I I it put me in the position of being a kid again. Like you, one of the things that's great and terrible about being a kid is that you do not understand 90% of the things that are going on around you. Yeah. And that's a very, like, that's something I feel even now when they're like, a kid goes to a mysterious world. Like, that's why Spirited Away, like, blew my mind, even though I was, like, too old for it when yeah. we first watched it. You're just like, why doesn't she just go somewhere safe and hide? And yeah. That's sort of smart you know, adult would do. Yeah. She, she does adult not. adult would turn into a pig in that movie. Yeah. It's <laughs> like. When you are a kid in this situation, you don't necessarily have the capacity to go, this is fucked up and wrong. You go, no, this is my life now, and this I have to deal with it. pretty cool. I yeah. haven't heard of this before. This must be normal. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Goku ended up killing all the Red Ribbon Army. He was just like, oh, they told me to kill these guys, right? right yeah. I can do that. Yeah, it's fine. Well, Goku was a kid. He knows. Yeah. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> anyway, like, looking at this show... You can see the horror elements. You can see the mood. It's okay. It's a very fall oriented show. They aired this, I think, November. November. They aired it November first or something like that. The the week after Halloween, and that season is felt so much in the show. It's right before winter starts. It's like, and like one of the episodes takes place on Halloween. It's a very focused thing and that mood is felt during the show you get into certain moods during certain seasons or at least i do it's like media appeals to you differently in those seasons and like you know everyone sort of everyone so has a favorite question well, we, we definitely did this wrong summer. but that's okay yeah, in, i think i even said that when you and i sent it to you i was like oh you need to watch this but well i didn't time. want to tell cam too much about it because he would be he would put it off until october and that's why i had been putting it off well, that's that's why i've never seen paranorman before is because i keep putting it off until october and yeah. then i don't do it in october uh, well, and then i'm like now i can't that's, watch it that's a, <laughs> i need to get more into i need to get more into stuff like 
that for October. I pretty much just watch shitty horror movies and yeah. like sequels of good horror. You gotta get Cam to give you his list. list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing it. This October. Yeah, it's so. If we'll everyone the October uh, uh, spooky movie PCast. Yeah. So this this show day for the whole month. If this show lasts until Cam's October, you listeners are in for a fucking treat because At Cam least and I one more episode than usual. If we if we are still alive come October, yeah. Yeah. which is not a given. Yeah. So I love Beatrice's character as well. I think that she plays a, a perfect foil to our heroes, the children, these like you know these kids who don't necessarily know or have to know anything about this world and she's a classic straight man she, yeah she's a classic straight man who also is like a fucked up person who doesn't know anything about this world but she thinks she does yeah um and so she tries to give them advice and is trying to give them advice that actually actively hurts them later on well, uh, it's it's like almost always correct advice until yeah. the point where it's not correct advice yeah she knows up to a certain point. Like, yes. she knows a little bit. But then the second that you encounter something that she doesn't know, she still tries to give advice like she knows about it. Yeah. Um, like, we shouldn't stay here. And yeah. These guys are creeps. And yeah, like, this is bad news is almost always a good suggestion in most of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I initially thought that she was supposed to play the part of the viewer. Like, mm. oh, this is supposed to be, like, your perspective. Like, yo, this like, is spooky, get out. It's no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I exactly. agree. Until I realized she's actually just, like, a degenerate. And then I was yeah. like, maybe that's why I thought she was supposed to play the viewer. Because uh-huh. I'm a degenerate. So, <laughs> but she, you were the one who gets to get turned into a bluebird? Uh, well, when she talked about why she got turned into a bluebird, I was like, oh, she's just a piece of shit. <laughs> She's like an asshole. <laughs> she threw a rock at her. Yeah, she's kind of an asshole for a good birds. half of the show, but she her character arc kind of goes through sooner than Words does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Words is like the very last yeah. episode, and then you're like, ah, oh, Words. Are, well, well last two. Last Word is all yeah. right. Words are. He's not the worst. Speaking of all right, he's not the worst. Yeah. Is this show all right? Yeah, I think so. I, I love this show. I think it's the ending. I meant the podcast. Oh, um, I'm gonna do say one more thing, and then we're gonna move on to the ending, and then we're gonna close out the show before it goes on too long. Um, too late. I definitely. Actually, no. This one is not uh, our Nathan for you one. Went on way it's way not, longer. It's than this. not too late yet. If we keep talking, you know, it will. You're right. You're right. Could easily keep talking more, but we shouldn't. Yes. Okay. So the viewers should watch the show. Viewers should watch the show. I love it. I uh, I think that something that is sorely missing in Western animation and that does come up a little it's bit in staked. Uh, no, this show is something that is sorely missing in Western animation, which is a focused, complete story. That never, it, because of the way Western animation is monetized, Just like in that in that you want toys, in that you want kids to be kept watching for months on end, even though you only have one new episode. Uh, and there's only three channels that show cartoons. Yeah, so like that sort of thing makes it hard for cartoons to tell a complete story. But this is like it, it all aired in a week. They got everything out at once, and they told the whole story that they wanted to, and then they were done. Yeah, it's done. It's over. Yeah, that's it. That's it, and that's fine. It's fine to tell but a complete story because kids can the sequel guys. Right. Kids can still <laughs> identify with that. Kids can see like a a complete story and not go like, well, what happened after that? Because kids can watch fucking movies all the time. I bet I bet like half the people in this room were sat down in front of the Lion King and didn't go, but what happened after that? The Lion King 2 happened after that. And then Lion King 1 and a half. Oh, right. No, that happened in the middle. And then the Lion God. During the Lion King. Maybe a bad example. The TV series about the Lion King. Possibly the worst thing ever. They never showed Simba clap cheeks and that's the only thing I can think of. Oh my God. I was like, did Simba get in those... 
Exactly. I'm not gonna. Say 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 lion pussy on the show. I dare you. I dare you. I double dare you. Come on, do it. Double dare you, motherfucker. Lion pussy. Say lion pussy again. Anyway, I thought this show was very good. I liked. uh, I thought the theming was well done. I thought the aesthetics were well done. We already talked about the color palette. We already talked about the uh, aesthetic. Is mm-hmm. like you can't again. You can't make a vaporwave edit of it, so it yeah. can't be that. Way. Yeah, <laughs> how could it actually be good if you, you can make an old timey banjo? It's more goth than punk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and goth in the sense that the person who made it is depressed, not goth in the sense that the person likes to wear black a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the ending a little bit. Oh yeah, uh, because yeah. I mean, I, hour. guys, it ends. Well, okay, let's yeah, just do. Our we're at one thirty-five, so we can oh, go. Okay. Yeah, we All can right. go longer. I, I wanted. To, I was saying that because I wanted to close it out before it got to two hours, but it's it. like, yeah. Okay. Opinions on the endings. We should just do quick blurbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cam, you were the one well, who was saying that. Okay, okay. So I think the ending is good. I don't think that the. I, I think that just because they exist in the quote unquote real world does not mean that the stuff that happened in this fantasy world of the unknown has no merit. And I don't think that it even means that it doesn't happen because you get those little epilogues of Beatrice and of these other characters. Yeah, but like, like Chuck, <laughs> you're about to get punched in the face. Yeah, no, do it. I deserve it for other reasons. Yeah. Chuck, what, what's your type five? Yeah, yeah. You got. It. <laughs> uh, I love the ending. Um, I thought it was great. Uh, it it really wrapped everything up that I wanted to wrap up. I think it was real. Because uh, why else would Wirt's whole character change around I mean, in two yeah. seconds of being under the water? Yeah, having uh, a near-death experience in real life doesn't really change people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so. Did the ending surprise anyone? Did the ending surprise anyone, actually? Not, Se- not uh, a ton. I knew that the, the Beast was doing... He was up to something. It, and it I, made a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm, it made, made a lot of sense, but I it was really satisfying. Yes. Um, I love the whole bit about the trees themselves. I think yeah. I wanted to talk about that in my impressions. I think that the trees being, you know, like working to, to turn these trees into oil or working to seeing what I mean, these trees become. I mean, it's a commentary on the uh, energy crisis oh, in America. Oh, right? my God. Usually I'm the guy who does this, so I can't even... He's like I the can't, corpses of yeah. dead Americans yeah. as yeah. fuel. I, I'm I, trying to get a hybrid lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Beast, we have subsidies for electric cars. <laughs> oh, you must use the oil. It's the basis of the American economy. No! <laughs> I will not use the oil! I don't want to burn coal. <laughs> Solar is unviable. Nuclear, nuclear power is a waste of my time. It'll kill too many people. All right, all right, all right. So, um, I think that the... The idea that when people are dying or are cursed and they turn into trees is a very powerful horror image. I think that it works so well as like Every a... Every atheist's dream. Well, it's what you tell kids. It's like, hey, you know, if you keep running in the house or you track mud into the bathroom, you turn into a tree. And then the kid stops doing it. Oh, real quick. I heard it. I saw a, post, I saw a tweet that was... Um... The scariest thing that's ever happened to me is when I was a kid, every time I did something bad, my dad would take a bean, a black bean, out of a jar full of black beans and said, if the jar was empty, the world would end. (laughs) (laughs) I I kept telling my nephew, he has a thumb-sucking problem and Uh he's five. So every time he put his thumb in his mouth when he was over, (laughs) I was like, That's not what I was referencing. Don't do it. Stop it. George is going to explode. Don't do it, George. Every time he would do that, I would be like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I would go, 
you know, if you keep sucking your thumb, it's gonna fall off. Whoa. <laughs> and he was like, That's what, what I loved about no. the tweet is it's not even that. It's the the literal world <laughs> yeah. will end if you do enough bad things. As if I suck my thumb, I get fuck cake. Play, uh, that's why they don't want it to Nick, during this during this edit can we play don't do it off nerd oh I will I didn't play it during that episode so I might but the thing is this show has a ton of great music in it so I, it's hard for me to not pick anyway, something from the show Cam. um all right so what takes income yeah. I think I, I think yeah we're I, all about to fight I hit you. it too hard you guys are all mad at me but it's <laughs> a jump too hard I said I didn't I think the ending cheapens the show but what I meant was the the twist ending. It cheapens mm-hmm. the show. I think the epilogues are fine and great, and I like seeing how the characters turned out, and I think that's fine and good, but saying that this is all, whether I mean, Nick and I argued about this, but whether it's a... A, a real... What, what do you guys even want to call it? Do you think... Whether, you, it's, whether it's a dream or not. I don't think well, that matters. Do Does think that matter? Is? I don't think it matters. Uh, it's the... Yeah, it, I think it, it matters. Okay, I'm with no, Alex in that it doesn't matter, matter, but if you have to give it a name, it is another world. It is the unknown. It's an so they essentially went to the fuck you. world. <laughs> yeah. I've said this more in this episode than yeah, I ever have, but Alex, yeah. honestly, they, they you're on notice. So what do you mean? <laughs> they get transported to another world. Fuck. You know, the laws of reality don't matter in there. Yeah, the digital world. That's yeah. why they have the frog, Froguman. If, if the yeah. listeners of this show didn't hate anime so much, I would make you all watch Konosuba. <laughs> I'll never watch I wouldn't. Konosuba. Dude, I immediately I saw the trailer, or the commercial, and I was like, that's shit. But then Alex was like, actually, it's very good. Uh, no, I, would, I did not say it was very good, oh, because what? I do not think it, it is very oh, good. Andrew, Andrew, Tyler, and I all enjoy it, so okay. it could be yeah, any of us. And I have to cut that, because this it's anime talk on the show. <laughs> so, Cam, more about, you said you, you think I, it cheapens the show. Yeah, I think it cheapens it a little bit, because I'd rather live in the supernatural world of this feudal area where they get lost in the woods and there's all this fucked up shit happening in the woods instead in my opinion them him falling into the pond he almost dies whether you want to call it he goes to another world which is uh what do you say purgatory or limbo Mm -hmm. or if it's a hallucination which is even worse than dumb and stupid but it's it, I'd rather that this world exist instead of it not existing. Also, why does Wart have two different colored shoes for the entire series? Because he's a kid who doesn't care. No kid wears two different colored shoes. This kid wears a pot on his head! It's Halloween! Yes! Or it's Limbo! Whatever it's an elephant. Dude, I watched the whole thing did not notice that. That's yeah. <laughs> it bothered me from probably episode three. Well, I think, if, if I I think it was like Wart was trying to like bullshit a costume. Like, uh, yeah, I think yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the whole yeah. reason why he yeah. has like two colored yeah. shoes. But anyways, so, I really like that too. Yeah, I think it cheapens it a little bit because I I think it's a twist that adds to it, but I'd rather they didn't add to it and say that this is the world and it's not something else. It's this is it and that's all it is. Well, then the question would be is why don't they understand it? Because they're lost in the woods and it's like this in the woods and they've never been in the woods. Like that body there something? What? Never mind. Okay, so so I think I I'd rather have it just be the weird woods and not be something that's because if it's a hallucination, then it's not real, and if it's limbo, then it's not. It's Cam. Just because something isn't real doesn't mean it's not real. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, that makes me angry. Um. So, Bink, you want to close out with uh, I don't know, final thoughts? Yeah. uh, What did you think of our impressions of this show that you love? Oh, I'm actually really glad you guys liked it. I thought um what you said was interesting because George. She's pointing at George. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, I don't remember everyone's name. (laughs) I know Seb, and that's it. Why would you? But uh. Well, because, like, I don't like the lol random, and it's funny because my generation is what spawned it. I'm a huge Invader Zim fan. Mm-hmm. But, uh... <laughs> um, but, and let uh, God judge you for that. Yeah, really. <laughs> but, um, when I, when I 
when uh, Over the Garden Wall came out, uh, Adventure Time was kind of dying for me because it had started to become law random, law random and, and less story-oriented and stuff. Mm-hmm. And not that I don't like serial cartoons. I love cartoons, um, whether they're, they've got a story ongoing or if they're just a comedy or once-a-day thing. But it's like those um, things in addition to like the fans so that are like, candy poops. Huh? When I watched yeah. Over the Garden Wall, the first episode I watched, by mistake, too, was actually the... Uh, potatoes and molasses episode uh, and I was completely turned off I was like this is this this is what the show is this is what it is and I'm not gonna watch it and I don't know the exact moment that made me go maybe I'll give this another try I think someone was just talking about how scary it was and you know me I, like I said knows I love horror and I love children's horror especially so mm-hmm. me being like okay there's scary moments because that's not like they're talking about this stupid ape I'm done it's it looks like the bumble from uh, yeah. Rudolph yeah, yeah the ape's design is scary I'll say that so like so I watched it again and to be honest what I thought was really funny is one I did not I did not expect the ending um, I thought maybe there'd be something about like it being modern or that they'd be some kind of reference to them, you know, maybe being dead or the afterlife or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that would have been the but, second lamest thing I think they could do. Yeah. Like, oh, we were dead the whole time. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was going to be towards dead. dead. Yeah. Uh, but like for it to be like it, like the Halloween costume thing, I thought that was really fun it's and charming. Cute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because like you, you watch the show and you're just like, why, why does Greg like have a stupid? Yeah. Do they all dress like At least the first impression for me was like. Oh, like this is a weird fantasy thing. They're they're wearing weird fantasy outfits, mm-hmm. and then the fact that they explained it in episode nine was really satisfying. The way I saw it though is that they were even dressed for their weirdly dressed for their world, specifically yeah. Yeah. works. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, I was completely turned from the mic. They were weirdly dressed from the world. That's all right. I'm gonna have to boost this entire episode for because for some reason we're recording really Still quiet. Right. Uh, it might have to do something to do with the fact that the mic crashed like five yeah. seconds into recording and we rebooted it, so it, it could have something to do with that. But Ward's dressed weird for the world. George yes, he's dressed yeah, weird for the I, world. I think that they were just like, from my perspective, it was like, oh, they have distinctive main character designs, right? And, like yeah. that was all I needed. But the fact that they went even farther with that was really neat. And and then like what's very fun too, it, again, it's all stuff that goes through a second watch. Um, Wart and Greg are the only ones that talk that certain way, you know. Like oh, um, the rest of them have whether it's a fake one or not. The rest of them have so sort of that like medieval storybook yeah. accent or way of talking. Um, and Wart and Greg, they do not. It's completely disregarded, mm-hmm. um, which sometimes can be overlooked. Like you know, if you watch Inuyasha, like the only one person talks in feudal Japan talk, and you know, it's <laughs> funny things That's like that. Yeah, like <laughs> you know. Um, Honestly, sometimes <laughs> it do be like that. <laughs> I hope that there's an anime one day that says that. Oh, I'm sure that James Smith might have. Uh, might have done that. <laughs> but, uh, Boondocks does it. Hey, really? So do we want to read that uh, email, or are we going to try Yeah, um, I'm going to read the email, and Cam, are you ready to tell us what we're doing next week? Um, if everyone's okay with me telling Yes, I am. Um, I, I'm going to have to be. So... Uh, we received an email this week after months of me bitching and bitching about people to just contact us on the official channel that we created for this. Okay, so we received an email about our mini-sode about video game guns. So uh, our friend of the show, listener, Matt, says, come on the show. show. He can't because he lives in Philly, but uh, come on the show. Um, I feel personally offended that you didn't include RuneScape's Dwarf Multicannon in your Best Guns and Games minisode. Expect a letter from my lawyer. To which the show responded, you're telling us that there's going to be more listener mail? That's just fantastic. Thank you. So, 
Um, I'm gonna pull that up real quick because the you dwarf multi cannon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tyler would have talked about. RuneScape. We do have multiple <laughs> friends who know what the fuck RuneScape is. None of them on the show. Sorry. Do cannons count? I've tried. I'd say so. Did we say that? Has this was this on the app? Oh, uh, we did talk about double shots quite a bit after listening to that episode to edit. Do you want me to say what we're doing next week? Yes. Um, hold on. I'm just going to re-read the quick. The Dwarf Multicannon is a members-only ranged weapon. Oh, Unlike other ranged weapons, it's not equipped by a player. It's assembled on the ground. You have to build this on the ground and nice. then fire it at someone else. You can't carry it around. You have to carry the materials and then build it there. That's fucking rad. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the base, the stand, the furnace, and the barrels. You have to hit, carry all that shit around in your inventory and then build it in front of the person you want to shoot. <laughs> and then you shoot them. Just, just wait right there for a second. It's good. <laughs> it's extremely expensive, extremely powerful, and very cumbersome. Uh, you need and you need a bunch of experience to use it. So I just want to say shout outs to the dwarf multi cannon. Uh, uh, to in terms of best video game guns, we were just talking about our favorites, but I do want to bring that up because none of us played RuneScape, but that does sound great. Cam, what are we doing next week? You're having on a guest? Yeah, my, my good friend Hunter is coming on. Who Ooh, has a friend episode. of the he's, show. He's, he listens to the PCAST we do. It's amazing. I can't believe he does it, and he's very kind and nice, and I'm excited for his episode. He's had a cameo appearance he's previously. He's had a cameo experience. He had one word on the last, uh, a couple episodes ago. His answer was, his one word appearance was, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in response to some It's dumb a microcosm shit. of our whole show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it embodies the entire show. So, he does a lot of very interesting things, but it turns out that they're all very visual oriented. Sad so for the podcast! The <laughs> um, but, so we ended up half deciding on another PCAST. Mm-hmm. We were so, listening to an enemy podcast for this enemy show. Podcast, and we'll plug them, and you know we'll get them on the show. We'll go. Yeah, we'll probably plug it. Go over to the West Coast, probably. but anyway, the show is called Ninety Nine Percent Invisible. It's about the little things, little like qualities in life. That one percent that you can see. All right, <laughs> quiet down over there. <laughs> um, uh, like it's about. I'm reading the about right now because we literally just decided on this, but it's ever wonder how inflatable men came to be used as regular fish fixtures at uh, used car lots? No. Curious about the origin of the fortune cookie? I'm not. Want to know why Freud opted for a couch over an armchair? It's, Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so it's, it's, at first you're like, no, but you wouldn't be asking this unless it was interesting, is my, my pitch for the show, mm-hmm. and we're all going to check it out. Um, I haven't recommended the show before, and I didn't listen to it like an idiot, so so I'm curious to finally check it out. Um, we'll see. We're going to have Hunter recommend a couple of specific episodes. That way we're not all yeah. talking. Fewer about. than usual, because this show is it's longer than yeah, like if we were recommending TV episodes. Two, maybe three for extra credit. But, but we were all talking about each our own an hour and a half episode that we each listened mm-hmm. to, and it might not work out. So. Yeah, so, and also, this is another thing that we were all very resistant to, so it's another thing that is unique to us because we wouldn't have tracked it down otherwise. So I'm looking forward to Hunter's episode. Can't wait to have you on the show. Bink, thank you for joining us. Thank we were you. happy to have you. So yeah. Fun. Yeah. Right. yeah. A very, claps. yeah, big claps. Uh, and I am going to make absolutely sure to spell your name correctly when I post this because I'm sure that just saying it out loud is not so going to get that reaction. Plus K. You <laughs> must have something yeah, it, you want to It's B Y N N N G Y X Zone. Gamer score, gamer score, gamer score. Yeah, give them the eyes. All right. Do you want to plug anything before we head out? Uh, uh, you were just on another podcast you were talking about. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, I 
did a podcast with Drunken River, but um, if you guys want to check out my artwork... Uh, this um, show, while not sponsored, is sponsored by alcohol. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you guys want to check out my artwork online, uh, B-I-N-G-K is my actual spelling, and mm-hmm. uh, that's my Tumblr, my DeviantArt, and um, I love drawing cartoons, and mm-hmm. I love talking about them, so mm-hmm. yeah. All right, well, you know, I'm not going to rule it out. We might have you on the show uh, later, or at least take suggestions from you, because... Yeah. Yeah. Six is a lot of people. I think we'll start taking suggestions. Yeah. Them on. And we'll um, did you did you have a good time on the show? Did yeah. You, Let's, we'll take care of that after. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. So, show, show thank, every, uh, thank you for listening. This has been Please Don't Listen to This. Your life depends on it. Next week, we will become 99% invisible with Hunter, and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. At night when the lake is a mirror And the moon rides the waves to the shore A single soul sets his voice singing Content to be slightly forlorn A song rises over the lilies Sweeps high to clear over the reeds Sway to pluck at a pair of heartstrings. Two voices now they are singing, then ten as the melody soars. Round the shimmering pond, all are joining in song as it carries their reverie on. And mountains over the blackened ravines. Then softly it falls by a house near a stream and over the garden wall.